This week's episode of Here's Don't Get is brought to you in part by our commentary for Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas, the Neil Israel film from 1993, where two kids find out that not only they're surfers, but they're also ninjas. Co-starring Leslie Nielsen as the bad guy, our commentary is available now or soon to all $50 Patreon subscribers. Fräulein and also men. I know the German word for men. Mention, whatever. Uh, welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get. That's uh, a Wilkeman. Wilkeman. Yeah. Here's what I don't get. Uh, the only formerly interlingual plot podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tad Burt, and with me today, as always, Tim the Handlebreaker. I'm here. And also with us tonight, Todd Seidel. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 198. We are two away from 200. That's right. Did you just wash your dog? Those are those are the treats. Uh, something stinks. The treats. Yeah, there's some enzyme uh, probiotic ones and the hemp ones that make them sleepy. Yeah. Well, he stinks. <laughs> the uh, 198. Yep, big, big, big number. We uh, we did a commentary for Surf Ninjas today, but only for Matt from Minnesota, and also Graybush, our two fifty dollars tier subscribers. Matt requested that as a movie commentary, but then he also requested that it only be given to people who subscribe at such a high level. So, and we both really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Yeah. For as silly as it was. Yeah, you said like uh, from one of those like early nineties nostalgia movies. It holds up fairly it well. Did hold, it did hold up pretty well. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I guess if you really want to listen to that, you'll have to up your up yes. your game. Yes. Uh, but, he also uh, requested a couple more things. Uh, oh, yeah, he did. He he did. He requested seven more seconds be removed from Dead Helm's voicemails. Yeah, so Dead Helm is now down to 23 <laughs> seconds of voicemail uh, per episode. Um, we So Thursday, we got together, you, me... Trucking and tucking, yes. and another friend of mine that I used to work with, and we had poker night, mm-hmm. and that was a tremendous amount of fun. It was, it was super it, fun. It was the, some of the most fun I've had in a long time. Uh, we just, we just, uh, what, what do we? We made steak and pork tacos, mm-hmm. and we watched uh, the new Bill, the new and, Bill Ted. and Ted movie, which was, eh, yeah, I didn't really real, care for it. Um, and then we played poker, which none of us know how to play, <laughs> and just you know generally had a bunch of fun. And a lot of shit talking. Yep. It was a big part of it. Yeah. It was, it was a great, great night. And then my weekend started. <laughs> and so my I went out of town this weekend. I went to Oklahoma City because there's an event at the zoo that my family goes to every year where uh, families of children with disabilities, the zoo stays open late and they go and all the uh, special exhibits are all free. Yep. And they serve dinner, and it's it's a lot of fun. So we go every year. It's usually in June, but they cancel it this year due to the election year virus mm-hmm. and pushed it back. Uh, so we got a short, late notice that it was going to actually happen. Mm-hmm. There was if, what felt like nobody there because there's normally uh, 5,000 people, and yeah, I would be shocked yeah. if there were 500 people there this wow. weekend. Wow. Yeah. I mean, normally we're walking, and like there's constantly uh-huh. people around yeah. you. And this time we could walk 
in areas and not see another soul, human soul. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but we had a, we had a lot of fun with that. And then Saturday we went to the, uh, museum of art, which was fine, except they were, they were mass Nazis. So I left, I was just like, I'm just gonna go outside and I went for a walk. And, uh, and then Sunday, this was not part of the original plan, but I was told after we were out there Sunday, we went to frontier city, which is the six flags, Owned by Six Flags. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. and they have a uh, one of their dumbass mass mandates, like follow our six points of you know human control and living yeah. in a dystopia. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm doing what I did at, at Silverado City, and I'm just drinking from my Camelback all the time. And uh, we get we go out, we go. They have a splash pad area where they have like this big jungle gym that water comes off of. So we go to the splash pad area and. Uh, I go get in the water for like two minutes just to get totally soaked. Yeah. And then I'm sitting on a beach chair. Okay. Six feet away from the people in the row of chairs behind me. Uh-huh. And nobody around in front of me or to either side. Okay. And two, uh, one guy comes up with his supervisor, a person who I now know his name, address, and where he lives because I'm <laughs> nice. great at Google. Yeah. Uh, his name is Josh Burson. He lives in Wichita Falls, Texas. So, you know, do with that what you will, because he works for the high school out there, I believe. So if you were to call that high school and tell him that, you know, he called someone the N-word, uh, it wouldn't bother me at all. Anyway, <laughs> the guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to need you to put on your mask. Like, nobody around me. Uh, yeah. And I'm in the water area where nobody's wearing masks, and I'm drinking out of my water bottle. Which you can't do which, with the mask which on. Which you can't do with the mask on. And, and I say, why? And he's like, well, that's our policy. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not near anybody. And uh, and then the, the woman behind me pipes, pipes in and goes, uh-huh. he's, why? He's not near anybody. <laughs> he's socially distant. He's not yeah. talking to me like, well, it's a public area. I mean, we, we came right here. I'm like, yeah, you came to me. Uh-huh. I'm sitting here. You came to me. I didn't come to you. And and they're and they're like, if you're gonna get an attitude, but and then he gets up in the face of the lady behind me, all up in her, like, man, this doesn't concern you. First of all, and second of all, <laughs> if you want to get up, and it's just like, like, wow, uh, maybe they should make twenty three year old supervisors, you <laughs> fucking cunt. Um, like, let me just tell you, this is your final warning. We're gonna kick you out of the park. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm never coming back here again uh, because of you right now. And then they wander off, and then guess who comes to talk to me? Who? The fucking police. Fake police, because they don't have real badges on. Yeah, this is the one that caused the issue. They say police. Two black people, by the way. And I want to really, a black man and a short, fat black woman. Okay. And that's important. That's an important thing, is that one of them is a fat black woman. So then they're like, oh, I just want to tell you, this is your final warning. I'm like, they just told me it was my final warning. <laughs> yeah. So is this my next final warning? I get it. I know you You guys, if push came to shove, you guys would send the Jews to the Auschwitz. I get it. You know, you don't have to come tell me every time. They don't need to send in the mask police here. And they, so then they wander off and uh, my mom gets back and we decide to leave. So we're walking out of the park. I go change back into my regular clothes. Mm-hmm. And now I have... The bag with our towels and uh, some, I think my sister's dry clothes. She's still wearing her bathing suit. And in the other hand, I've got my 
my wet clothes because mm-hmm. my wet clothes are not going the same place as everyone else as this bag of towels. Sure. Is it hot as fuck too? It was fucking yeah. miserably hot. It was like <laughs> 95 degrees. So you're already suffocating with this shit. Just walking with nothing would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. So I, I take, I take the bag of towels and put it in my left hand with my wet clothes and I pull out my phone to start the car. So mm-hmm. the car is not miserably hot by the time we get to the park. And while I'm doing this, the mask slides off my face. Uh-huh. Cause normally I wear it, Pinched, I would pinch it with my sunglasses mm-hmm. so that I didn't have to tighten it down to my face because yeah. it's massively uncomfortable. I also roll it up so that it barely covers my mouth. Yes, since it's a pointless endeavor anyway, uh-huh. and I'm only doing it not to have have a fight with my mom about it. Yeah, yeah. So, fat black woman cop is there, and she's like, "Sir, sir, put on your mask." And I say, <laughs> verbatim, again, she said, "Like, yeah." As I'm oh walking out, uh, verbatim, I say. I got it. Calm down. Oh, I thought you said cunt. <laughs> well, apparently she did too. And here's the thing about black people and black women, and this is going to sound pretty racist, but it's absolutely true. So fuck you, anybody who disagrees. Um, black people don't understand zero, one to nine. They only understand zero and ten. So she hears me yell back, and it's a ten. There's no, there's no nuance to that, uh-huh. right? So she gets black guy cop and and then super so we're walking out the, out of the park. Yeah, yeah. Supervisor guy appears out of nowhere. I guess they radioed him. Supervisor man, we need you. And he's like, uh, "No, you're gonna wait right here because we're we're uh, giving you a a ban from the park for 99 years." I'm like, "For what? 99 years? Yeah. For for what? Dog for saying a profanity what? to this cop." Uh-huh. Because she says I said a profanity. Because uh-huh. nobody could possibly say anything to a black person that wasn't a profanity. Yeah. Which now I wish I had said a profanity because then this would be justified. So my mom says, he didn't say a profanity. He said, calm down. And then the black fat black woman says to my mom, you need to calm down, ma'am, or we will <laughs> arrest you. And then my sister says something to her. My sister with Down syndrome, uh-huh. mind you, who doesn't communicate well. And she threatens to arrest my sister with Down syndrome. So, so far in this story, who's the bad guy? This yeah. Is Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah, this is Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City has their mask mandate. They just voted on to extend it. It was supposed to end today. They extended it until October 20th because it was working based on cases dropping. It's like cases were already dropping when you mandated, you fuck. <laughs> they also have an enforcement mechanism, a $9 fine. Go ahead and write me that $9 fine. I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and throw it straight in the trash. Yeah. So then uh, they escort us out the door, at, out, out through the gate, mm-hmm. all the while telling us what pieces of shit we are without being able to say that. Yeah, yeah. And I say to them, I'm like, oh, you know, and I, you know, black guy, I go, oh, we got Goebbels, flat black woman, Himmler, and then the supervisor, uh, you must be Adolf. Yeah. I thought it was a great joke, but no one else thought it was that funny, probably because they're all shit stains. <laughs> the other great thing about flat, fat black woman is that she wouldn't give me her name. All she would ah. say was, you have to call the corporate office. Like, yeah, you know how we know you, you, you? I know that you are full of shit on this one because you won't give me your fucking name, you fat cunt. So we get we get out the gate. They're like, you're banned for 99 years. And we're like, I'm like, yeah, like that's going to be enforced. <laughs> like you all. guys are going to be open in 99 years. And also as if I'm ever coming here again with as as inconsiderate consolably rude you've been to me for absolutely no reason because of a mask all because what if you're a trans mask i mean you could apply the same logic i'm sitting sitting in an area i'm sitting in an area of 
look, if you're really that concerned about the safety, why is your fucking park even open? Yeah. So we get to the gate, and I gave them the same thing. I gave the Best Buy a guy. Heels together, right arm out for the Fatherland comrades. And I gave him the finger and said, fuck each and every one of you cunts and walked to my car and drove <laughs> away. I I couldn't fucking believe that. I say calm down. She's totally able to say calm down to whoever she uh-huh. wants and threaten all kinds of shit to handcuff us and disorderly conduct and this and that. It's like, you have no power. The reason, you know how I know you have no power? Because I called you a fucking cunt to your face and you couldn't come past the little line of your exit booth. <laughs> if you were a real cop, you'd be able to do that. Yeah. You have a badge with a badge number. You wouldn't have some little fucking fake Frontier City ID card. You should have asked her how many times have she you know, taken the uh, police... Here's here's the funny thing is uh, she couldn't she couldn't repeat back to you what she thought you said to her no because what what did she think you said to her who knows exactly I get it I got it I got down calm down yeah and then and then like like you're walking around without a mask I'm like my hands are full my hands are full of things I had to get what was in my hands. Out of my hands and adjusted before I put the. So once they started wow. fucking giving me shit, I just took it right the fuck off. And then I walked by, and we every fucking person we walked by who had the don't don't take the mask off for even a second because they'll get you. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm drinking water. <laughs> I'm sitting distant from everybody, drinking water. The closest people to me obviously don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, hey, we're on your side. They, yeah, on my side. Like what do you? What more do you want from me? Like in a to be in a hermetically a sealed trip. bubble? Why is the fucking water park even on then? Why is the park open? They don't work. It's ninety five fucking degrees. It's hot as balls. Yep. They do nothing but make you hot and sweaty. What do you think this mask does? What do you think it does? It doesn't do a thing. But it's all just a method of control. They have their like six point six. Uh, do the six point thing and it was like wash your hands stay socially distant wear a mask sanitize often something something else and it's like no what it really is is conformity fear mass mm-hmm. anti-science conditioning conditioning and bullshit that's yeah. what it is you, uh have you seen the i clear? wish i had said i wish i had called that lady an n-word <laughs> that would have at least been worth it yeah have you seen the clear uh plastic face shields that people are wearing yeah they're like this far away from their face I love it. It's so stupid. They don't, it doesn't do anything. It's all just security theater. It's a completely meaningless gesture. As evidenced by this 99 year ban from Frontier <laughs> City, which is, I mean, I hadn't been to a, I hadn't been to a park, uh, an amusement park other than Frontier City before we went to Silver uh-huh. Dollar City. Uh, Frontier City is a shithole. Yeah. It's, that's I mean, off of I 35, right? Yeah. 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 From afar, it's got, a couple of dinky little roller coasters. Yeah, they take you. It's, there. Not it's, where, it's where they take you in middle school. Yeah, it, I mean it's owned by Six Flags. The reason yeah. it's not called Six Flags is because they would be shit yeah. yeah. They don't want their name on it. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it's all it, it's but, all old west themed, just like Silver Dollar City. Uh-huh. But I, like I said, none, none of it's. There's one like the one fun ride you have to get to through the gift shop, which is just a pain in the ass to get to. Uh, That's how you know they know it's the one good ride. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was... <laughs> was it, it, that's the uh, Silver Bullet? No, it's... Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Where's the Silver Bullet? It's the Diamondback. That's the one that's out of the gift shop. I, uh. I, I think the Silver Bullet is is deeper in the park next to the wooden one. But it's just like the park's really poorly laid out. Mm-hmm. I've always thought this because you can you can go in a lot of different directions and never get where you're going. 
<laughs> you know, if that makes sense. Like yeah, yeah. Silver Dollar City, you can go in a lot of directions and you kind of end up in the same places. Yeah, yeah. This one, if you, you can end up in one whole section of the park where you don't want to be. Pain in the ass. Uh, I just couldn't fucking believe that. God forbid you don't wear a mask. That's well, a power trip, man. It yeah, is. It's petty like tyrants, this, like wow. these fucking petty tyrants. This is why we need compulsory carry. You wouldn't have people coming up to you and be like, I hate to be that guy. That's what I said to the guy. You hate to be that guy, but you're being that guy. Yeah. That's who you are now. That You're that guy, and you'll be that guy forever because you got this little modicum of power. That's who you are. Yeah. So... I might have red-pilled my mom on the mask thing. Those really are the worst, though, the, the security ones that couldn't make it into the police force. Yeah. They, they're mad about I it. Had a, I had a conversation, not about this, but in the past with a friend who said that he he likes security far more than police because of all these reasons. I'm like, every fucking interaction I've ever had with a security guard of any kind has always been negative. I have literally never had a positive Interaction with someone who is quote security. Even with the Mad Cucks get up that one day. Oh yeah. Well that I guess that one wasn't too bad. <laughs> That's like one in a hundred. Every other fucking time they're always these huge pricks, these college dropout douchebags <laughs> who couldn't get a real job, so they became a security guard and then they ate nothing but Twinkies. Ugh, and fucking black women, man. They they literally, they, you remember the way it was in school. You yeah. can't say anything to him. No. One fucking thing sets him off. Oh, uh, how dare he tell me to calm down? I'm, I got this police embroidered, embroidered on my polo. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. I'm, how many, how many fights do you, do you remember in school between, uh, two white girls? Almost none. No, but if there was one, it probably wasn't a very good fight. No. You know who puts on a good fight? Black women. <laughs> two two black high school girls fighting is a great fight. I remember even even middle school. I watched I I I was uh I got to see a fight between two black girls in middle school. Were they good looking ones? Like was it entertaining or was it <laughs> It was entertaining in the sense that one of them was like I'm like, she needs to go join the UFC or something. I'm talking like uh, has 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 is has them pinned on the ground like sitting on the other one uh -huh. and has their head and is going oh. smash smash yeah. smash into the floor. Game over there. It's just it's amazing. Like this situation was entirely created by you. It wasn't yeah. created by me. But uh. like Trump. I blame I blame the fucking mayor of Oklahoma City, the mayor of Tulsa, the. Fucking Fauci and all these people that are telling us that these things work when they clearly don't. And then we've created a world where you don't have you you don't no longer have a face, right? Yeah. You take away a person's face, they're no longer human. Even taking away have you read this study? They take away you putting on a mask mm -hmm. takes away your own humanity. And it makes you a worse person. They, they did this study, right, where they they put a mask on another person. Mm -hmm. You not you didn't wear a mask, other person's wearing a mask. And they ask you to commit harm to the person yeah, yeah, and you were more willing to do it if they didn't have a mask on or if you didn't have a mask on or if you had a mask on, huh. even if they didn't or, and if both of you had a mask on, you're just like, yeah, sure. Neither one of us is a human <laughs> being. Go ahead and shock them. It's like the Milligram experience yeah, experiment yeah. version of that. It's a way to take away our humanity. You take away the, the human face. And wow. like the other thing is there's, like, what about the exceptions to the rule? There's always, there's a 300, here's the other funny thing. 
the place where I stop to pull out my phone and start the car, mm-hmm. I'm about 15 feet away from one of their mask-free zones. Yeah. So it's just like you have a mask-free zone, renders every this all pointless. Either they work and you have to wear them, or they don't work. And if they work, why isn't the park at, at full capacity? This is another thing that I figured out in going to Silver Dollar City and this place, right? They're they're at one third capacity, capacity, right? They're not even making money. No, they have to be. If they weren't making any money, they wouldn't be open. Yeah. How much? How much is a ticket? Uh, I don't know what a ticket is to here, but it's evidently three times more expensive than whatever the cost is. Because all the rides are open. It's not like it's, it's not like it's partial rides. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they don't have all the photo booth stuff that they they normally have set up, but. There's evident there have to be within their margin because they're not going to operate at a loss. No, no. They would just it would be easier for them to just be like, we're going to open back up next yeah, season yeah. when everything's back to normal after we've had this election and this thing goes away. <laughs> but they're they're not doing that. So it tells you that every amusement park you've ever gone to, you're paying at least three times more than what the ticket price should be. They've just raised them, raised them, raised them. Yeah, of course. I mean it's a... Uh, it pisses me off. I'm I'm gonna be calling their corporate office and complain about this fat black. I mean, woman. you're harassed. It sounds like yeah. I was, yeah. And yeah. I'm gonna especially be complaining about this Josh Burris faggot. <laughs> uh, because it's I mean 100 percent unacceptable what the way they treated my sister, the way they treated my mother, and the way they treated me. I can't believe they called you the N word like that. Yeah, that's I'm. <laughs> I mean, that's it's gonna be their word versus mine. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll just take their own word. Yeah, and well, yeah, but uh, yeah, even even though like you can you can be like when she calls when you call her to get her side of the story, uh-huh. ask her the exact words I, I ask her to tell you the exact words what I called I said, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm thinking because I'm like nowhere in there can you mistake a word. Yeah. For a a slur uh, or a slur a, or a, 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 a profanity. Curse. Yeah, exactly. And even if you did. It wouldn't make sense in the context of what yeah. you said. <laughs> he said, uh, "He said, fuck you, bitch.' Like that's not <laughs> the right number of syllables." Yeah. And why would he? Why would his reaction be to that? The other funny thing was them being like, "You're you're out of here." Like, yeah, I, I was already on the way out of here. Yeah, fuck I you. I was leaving. Yeah. So so was that immediately as you got there that they started briefing you? Or? No, we had been there. I don't know, an hour or two. I had been sitting. I had been sitting on the beach chair for like twenty minutes before they came up to tell me that my final warning. There's probably people all around you breathing your breath. Uh, oh yeah, packed in, and there are people all around me, all of them wearing masks. Just contaminating everything. Everybody on the on the splash area was wearing masks, except mm-hmm. for me, of course. You know, so won't be going there again. Uh, Tim, do you have any updates about you want to tell everybody? Uh. I think most of mine are relegated to my issues this week. Cool. Well, what's your first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, gimmick burgers. Okay. AKA, this is poorly uh, created. This is poorly constructed sandwiches redux. Okay. Uh, so I had family in town this weekend. Um, and uh, whenever my cousins are in town, uh, which is not often, but when they do come, we like to hang out and we'll spend the whole day we'll i mean just just doing nothing really yeah so uh we went to go get a uh we went to go get lunch on sat sunday yesterday that would have been yesterday yes it was yesterday um we went to fat guys burger bar 
Ah, yes. Uh, over it's a real popular. Did you go to the Greenwood. one downtown? Yeah, yeah the one downtown. Greenwood. Yeah. Um, I've had their food before, but I've never been in one of those places. Yeah. Um, I they got some good, pretty good food there. Yeah. Um, what pad did you get? So I got a Thunder Burger. There's here's the beginning of this problem. No, it wasn't. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't my burger. My burger was not the problem. Oh. Did you get the one with the butter in the middle? No. Uh, I got uh, I got a Thunder Burger, which was a beef patty, a thick slice of bologna, mm-hmm. uh, bacon, grilled onions, and a sweet and spicy barbecue sauce. See it. I hate I hate when you go to burger places like this and they're like, this is the Thunder. This one's the Watcher Magoo. This one's the Royal Red Robin. It's just yeah. like, just fucking call the burger what it is. It's a it's a bologna bacon burger. Did that guy die recently? Who? The Who? owner of that. Fat guys? Fat guys? I think so. It's like, I, I prefer places like Five Guys. Uh-huh. Even though Five Guys is too expensive and their well, burgers are too salty, where it's just like, you... How many patties you want? Here's a list of shit you can put on there. Pick whatever you want. So at least in Fat Guys, it's I mean it's the same thing. They've got like double cheeseburger, or whatever. They've got uh-huh. their regular menu, and they just got like here's our special burgers we're doing today on the side. Okay, written in chalk. Yeah. You know. Um. Anyways, so um, here's the problem. My cousin ordered a stuffed cheeseburger. It's where they take it's like a juicy Lucy. They take cheese and they stuff it inside the burger. So it's like the way I make burgers. No. No, they do two no. patties, right? Yeah, so so surround do the- like a thin patty, <sighs> right? And then you put unmelted cheese, uh-huh. like on the uncooked patty, and then another or, thin patty and or butter and or butter. I assume I assume like there was some bu- butter. I assume there was some <laughs> butter in this equation. Uh-huh. Then another thin patty on top, and then you seal it. And it comes with uh-huh. the warning label. But this 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 one did not come with this face? one did not really? come with the warning label. It should have hey, because. Yeah. Uh, my cousin, my face? cousin took w- his first hot bite and hot, gooey, melty cheese, just in your all of the cheese in the burger, almost all of the cheese in the burger, <laughs> spurred it out and went all over his, his, uh, his fingers, his arm. Dude, that shit's hot. Like it, it was, was hot. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's hot. And there was, I don't know how they fit that much cheese inside that skinny of a patty. Mm-hmm. But they did because yeah. it got. It's it, bigger it, on the inside too. Yeah, it covered. They, uh, <laughs> it covered his his whole arm. It co- it got on um, all his stuff that was on the table. His phone. Um, his. Uh, You're basically describing like like a teenager after prom night. It was. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, that's what it was. It was funny because after he had done after he was done cleaning up with all the tissues we uh-huh. had. <laughs> or napkins we had. <laughs> we were sitting on Put the. We were sitting on. at the bar, and right behind him is their wall of fat. And her her prom dress is just. <laughs> really, really, um, you're like, how am I going to explain this? Yeah. Um, and you you just look ashamed. So behind her is their wall of fat, which is pictures of all the people that have done their burger challenge, fin- and finished it. Uh-huh. Right. And the the very top one is this dude, and he's just got like napkins everywhere because he <laughs> at, he ate this humongous burger and fries thing. I was like. You guys have like the same number of napkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're bringing in novelty burgers. Novelty burgers. So, uh, so I'll say the solution to this issue, the, uh-huh. like this specific burger, this specific burger, is the way that I do it, which is shredded cheese yes. in the ground beef. Yep. You get all like the cheese helps keep glue the patty together, uh-huh. and you get all the cheese in there, and then you add more cheese on top. Yep. And have has my burger ever come in your face? Uh no, just you. You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> 
The problem with the novelty burger is that there's uh, my other big problem with the novelty yeah. burger is that it's like, yeah, we're made. Here's our our big Bubba Billy Wallace eight it's eight beef patties, two beef patties, three layers of bacon, a whole half an onion, uh-huh. and then you get this burger that's like six and a half inches tall, and you look yeah. at it, and you're like, well, uh, my mouth is not fucking six nope. and a half inches tall. Nope. No way I can put this fucking thing in my mouth. <laughs> There's a restaurant I like in Oklahoma City called Whiskey Cake, and they have a huge selection of whiskey, and they make a cake with whiskey, uh-huh. which that's the, why they have the name. <laughs> and it's what's called a 100-mile restaurant, where everything that they serve, is so, all the ingredients are sourced within 100 miles that's of cool. the restaurant that's you're in. Cool. All their herbs and spices are grown in a greenhouse window in the in the front, and they have huh. gardens outside during the summertime. Yep. They grow stuff on premises. It's very cool. But- their burger has this huge fucking bun, uh-huh. just that's to begin with way yep. too fucking big. Then they give you this like inch and a half thick patty and bacon, and all this other stuff. Dang. So you have to you have to like crush it, it down it in order everything. to be able to take a bite out of it. Yep. And I think it has egg on it, so you always end up with <laughs> nice. egg all over your yep. face. <laughs> no same, pun intended. Same thing with the Royal Red Robin, and that's why yeah. anytime I get a, a burger that has egg on it. I always poke it because sometimes you'll get those pressure things where you, yeah, it'll squirt. It'll squirt, and suddenly that's one of the reasons why I like my burgers plain. Is once you get all that liquid in there, you start taking bites, and everything slides out the back. Yep, that's the, uh, everything sliding out the back because of a because of a, usually because of a like a slimy tomato. Uh huh. Or they like lathered both both mm-hmm. sides of the bun in sauce. Whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, we put mayo on the bottom and mustard and ketchup on top. Yep. Like one mayo doesn't get combined with any other fucking anything. You can't do it. It's gross. And two, don't put them on both buns. <laughs> yeah, I, I normally fuck up at uh, Ruckers and just Red, put uh, all we call it Rud Fuckers. Rud Fuckers. Yeah. Yes. Uh, put way too much shit. Just, and making pizza at home, I do the same shit. Toppings. Oh god, I love. Like so I love when people like, make the, their pizzas and it, it just ends up with this mound yeah. of toppings. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> you got to spread them, man. Or yeah. the the other thing I love when people make pizza poorly is when they uh, they put like a, their layer of cheese, they put their meat, their toppings on there, and then they just leave it. And they you let you pick up the pizza and everything just slides right <laughs> yep. the fuck off. Yep. Like you got to add in more layers of cheese. Cheese is the structure that holds pizza together. <laughs> Structural integrity here. That's that's why all my pizzas get finished with another layer of cheese on top. Yeah. Yeah. Those toppings never come off. Nope. Otherwise, like you you get you get a pickable pizza. Hey, right? but uh, is White Castle in there? As far as I've never had White Castle. I've never had White Castle. But I think their There's burgers are small. Shitty fucking like why are they even making the small? Make, I mean, make I mean, a burger. Yeah. You uh, yeah. I mean that's their that's their gimmick. That's their gimmick. They're 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 okay. I mean it's at it's the end of the just, day you it's a small it's a, it's tiny, bun, a tiny burger big a American, tiny burger and onions. American burger. We used to my family used to buy uh, it was the this package and it was like forty eight or twenty four um, sausage patties. Sausage and a little tiny biscuit, the size of a slider. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you cook them in the oven, and they made them. They made them in sausage patties, and then they started making them with little tiny burger buns. Uh-huh. And when they, th- those were great. And so you'd we'd get a piece of cheese and cut it into quarters, yep. fold it into quarters, put a quarter on each slider, and it'd be like, how many sliders do you want, Tim? Three, four, yeah, five, yeah. And, and bake them in the oven with the cheese. And then sometimes we get bacon, and you cut like one little strip yep. of bacon, make our own little sliders at home. People like pickles. You put one pickle on there. And it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. And I think the box of of tiny burgers cost like seven ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And it would feed a family of four at, at least for one meal. Uh-huh. And sometimes not, we there yeah. be they just be in the freezer for the next time we wanted to have them. Yep. 
Um, and then I see a place like White Castle where it's like, oh, you can get a burger for two for a buck ninety nine. So, in order <laughs> yeah. to feed a family of four, it's going to cost like thirty bucks. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, because you got to buy four of them to. Yeah, and then fries. Yeah, yeah. It's the problem with the gimmicky burgers is that it's never worth it. And no, we have the, we've perfected the burger. Yep. The other thing I hate about the about gimmicky burgers is when you go to a place like the Garage mm-hmm. or. Uh, there was a place in Norman called Bison Witches, yeah, and they did this too. Where it's like you can get any one of our burgers with any one of our patties, and there's like eleven different kinds mm-hmm. of patties. Like we got bison, we got beef, we got pork, we got turkey, we got black bean, we got impossible, we Big got animal. <laughs> and it's just like too many patty types. Just, just beef, man. Yeah. If you want to go wild with the bison, that's that's cool too. But the turkey burger. What are you doing? I like a turkey burger. I've never had a turkey burger. Why would I waste it when I can have beef? Beef, Tim. It's what's for dinner. Yeah, I mean, look, as much as I like beef, a turkey burger is fine, too. I love turkey, Tim. Don't get me wrong. But turkeys are a sandwich. They're not a burger. I mix, I think a turkey burger is fine. No, you're wrong. I've never had one. Turkey, Turkey bacon? No. No, not turkey bacon. Turkey sausage? No. It's not what turkey's for. What's like? It it's beef? like beef. Turkey's like beef? Yeah. It's not even close to beef. It's what? pretty no, close. it's not. It's white meat. <laughs> That's why it's so good. Because it's pure and white. You put put the white turkey on white bread with Swiss cheese. And mayo. And mayo. <laughs> and you've got the Aryan sandwich. <laughs> little paper little paper hat on it. Little paper, white paper hat on it. Little red dot on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a dab of ketchup right on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh the Yeah, and and also I see so you're talking about the tall burgers. I call those Instagram burgers. Yeah, cuz the picture looks great, but yeah. they're completely inedible. Yep. And also, yeah, it's it's like they're you, they they make it for the like they say people eat with their eyes. Yes, it's like, but I still have to be able to, to physically fit it in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, the I have this problem sometimes when I make my own burgers. I try uh-huh. and size my burger about thirty percent larger than my bun. Yeah, for sure, because I know it's going to shrink. But the problem that you also have is that it shrinks in, but it also plumps up. Yeah, that's why you put a divot in it. Uh, yeah, but then you have a less burger. No, no, no. You 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 use dimble it with your finger. Uh, see, I I make my I make my patties very try and make them as thin as I can, uh-huh. and then when they plump up, they get to like a good burger thickness. Yeah. But every so often, it's like this is what happens: is I'll have a pound of ground beef, right, mm-hmm. and that makes four patties. Yeah. So let's say you and I have we I cook some dinner, you and me. Uh-huh. I have I have a pound. I make two patties, one for you, one for me, mm-hmm. and I take this last half pound of unfrozen beef and put it in the fridge, and I'm like, okay. All right, I'm going to have another burger later this week. Well, later this week rolls around, and I'm like, fuck, I need to cook that ground beef before it goes bad, but I don't want two burgers. Mm-hmm. So I either end up making a really big patty, which then makes it impossible to eat, yeah. or two patties, which again, still impossible to eat. <laughs> or sometimes I'll do, it'll be weird. Like I'll get a pound and I'll say I'll make extra big burgers. I'll make a third pound uh-huh. burgers or something. I'll end up with this weird amount of burger left, and I'll make one really monster patty. I'm just mm-hmm. like every time it happens, I'm just like, Man, <laughs> fuck, I never learn. Yep. It's like I've got, I've got, you know, 
a quarter cup of ground beef left. I'm just going to go ahead and add it into this patty and make the patty a little bigger. And then, boom, it's too big to eat. You got three, you got three huge bites left, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, milk was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I the burgers, the novelty. Here's my other problem with the novelty burgers is uh, the plant burgers. The plant burgers? Fuck you. They're yeah. not burgers. The, the taste isn't even remotely the same. Not even fucking close. No, not in the I've same universe. Did it make you feel sick? It was actually, I mean, I put so much other shit. I mean, it was like a regular burger, but uh, once you're trying to taste no, it, you're, you're I, tasting I, ketchup or well, mustard or mayo. Yeah, it's because all that plant stuff is completely flavorless. Right. It is. It's flavorless. Have you I mean, ever, I mean, you, your parents I became a, I, I, I A beat them. I A beat them. It was, I mean, I could see myself eating them if I, as long as I had like yeah. all the other fixings. That's yeah. the way all vegetarian food is. The, the, Material itself is so unbelievably bland that you have to season the fuck out of it to get any flavor out of it. The yeah. girl that I dated that was a vegetarian, I seasoned the shit out of her food. And she's like, wow, this is really good. What'd you do? Like, I seasoned it. <laughs> I buried it in basil, oregano, and garlic. Have you ever been to Riley's? Uh, auto parts? I love it. <laughs> no, 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 it. Uh, Riley's? Relays? I don't know. The the Vietnamese place? Yes. Yeah. The two brothers, have, one has... 91st and Yale. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, is the other one 27th and Harvard? Uh, Sheridan. 21st and... Oh, 30, I know that one. 31st. Bon, bon Mies. They're, they're named similar. Yeah. One's... Right, right, Holy one's shit. <laughs> but they have... Uh, it's soy, I believe. Yeah. And he w- he won't let you order... If you order chicken... He's just like, okay, yeah, okay, try this. And then you're like, wow, that's a good chicken. What chicken? It's, it's soy. <laughs> and he like just, you you don't even have to order. You just like, I know, I'll get you food. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I always order. It's good though, man. No, it, it is good. But seasoned. I mean, chicken. yeah, like like tofu. Well, that's the thing about chicken is chicken absorbs the flavor of anything, whatever it's cooked with. Yeah. So, if you you just you cook vegetarian food the way you cook chicken, but then you up the spice level by at least thirty <laughs> percent to make up for the yeah yeah because like they have they make the the fake chicken patties that are made out of uh, mushroom mm-hmm. and it's like it, the texture's like eating a sponge. Yeah, I've had, I've had fake I've had the vegetarian chicken, and so you just got and tofu is this to, tofu is also like eating a sponge, like yes. uh, overcooked yes. lobster. Yeah, so you you just I mean you season the fuck out of it, and that's all that's all you can do. So I hate all these I hate all these the new and the impossible one that's like it even bleeds. Like I don't <laughs> I don't eat a burger because it bleeds. I eat a burger because it tastes good. Yeah, what the bleeds? T- the burger. The burger. I mean, it's got of- beet juice in it. So oh, it, when okay. you cut it, you can cut you cook it medium, and it'll it'll have bleed. red that's juice funny. come out of it. And it's like yeah, not even the same thing. Authentic <laughs> feel. What were you gonna say about about the A being the burgers? Oh yeah, I was. Well, so, so I was gonna tell Todd I A B Burger King because they have their Impossible Whopper, right? My parents do are mostly vegetarian, right? And so uh, we're eating dinner. They got each of them. We got the Impossible Whopper. I got a double bacon cheeseburger, uh, and I had never had the Impossible Whopper, so I A B'd it. I was like, okay, I'm first. I'm trying the Impossible Burger, okay. It tastes like a burger, you know, and then I ate, then I took a bite of my double bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> like, there's no, man, yeah. there's no comparison. 
See, I think yours was shittier or better. Better. I so think I think you could pull it over on people who like already don't eat a lot of red meat. Yeah. Someone like me who eats almost nothing but red mm-hmm. meat, you'd never I take one bite and be like, what the fuck is this? And they go, <laughs> Who's an impossible burger? How was it? Like, oh, it tastes like dog shit. Can I have my money back? Yeah. What is it? Impossible to like it? Or what's the Yes, that, 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 that is that the mean? impossible. Speaking of impossible, here's what I don't get. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Guy's like 75 years old. Did you see the video that came out today of him doing a stunt for Mission Impossible 7? Which no. apparently they're filming yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. He drives, a, it's basically the beginning of Goldeneye. He's on a motorcycle. He drives it up this ramp, jumps off the ramp, and then falling, deploys a parachute and parachutes uh-huh. down to the ground. And I'm watching the video. Obviously, I'm watching B-roll. Like, I'm not yes. watching the camera yeah, view. Yeah. But I'm watching it, and I'm just like, why does it matter that Tom Cruise is doing this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like he, they should have passed it off. Like have have him have a couple sons or something, and he just kind of passed the torch like uh, Stallone did. Oh, well, you know? they did that. They did that in uh, Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. That's why Jeremy Renner yeah, was in the movie. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was gonna. It was gonna be if Tom Cruise didn't want to do it anymore, they were gonna pass it to Jeremy Renner, and then Tom Cruise got really into uh-huh. still doing Mission Impossible and pretty much nothing else. Now, don't get me wrong; I have a lot of respect for the guy. He's like, yeah. I mean, I want to say he's in his late fifties. If he's yeah, yeah, not almost sixty now, and he's doing these incredible stunts that would put a younger man to shame. <laughs> and he's doing it because he likes doing. It. He likes doing it. Do Do you know what? What happened with uh, the first movie and why he's a producer now? No. So they didn't want him to do the stunts anymore. They didn't want, him, and he wanted to do his own stunts. Yeah. So they they come, he did some of the stunts, but not all of them. Then Mission Impossible Two rolled around, and they were like, "No, you can't do any, any mm-hmm. of the stunts." And so he just um, became an executive producer so that he could do the stunts. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Like it's re- here's the other funny thing. I started rewatching the Mission Impossible movies yeah. last week. Like I've watched one every. I don't know. Couple days. I've I've I'm, I've watched three of them so far, and not in any like timetable. So mm-hmm. I I don't even remember when I watched the first one again. But it's a great movie. It the first movie is amazing. It's the series. Did you ever watch the series? A little bit, a little bit of it. Todd, did you ever watch the Mission Impossible series? That like the uh, original TV series, just like on TV, like yeah, it was in the sixties in black and white. No, it wasn't black and white. I watched them black and white. Well, I, you I were watching I, a bad version because it was always in color. I did, but I've never seen the movies. Um, You've never seen the movies? Nope. I, and I purposely, I just, I'm not into it. They're, no, they're great. They're dude. great. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the third one sucks. And the second one is. The second one is lame. Is lame. But lame it's lame cool. The first one's great, and the fourth fourth and on are, are all great. Uh, amazing. After Tropic Thunder, seeing him in Tropic Thunder, yeah. I gained my respect back for him. And I probably would watch. It when now. did you lose his, the respect I for him? I forget what it was. Was it uh something like where he's just like nut job wacko? Vanilla Sky. Uh, oh, oh, the Scientology, the, the, the overcouch, the overcouch moment. Uh, him jumping on the on that was couch. that was no, that, that that time period I think maybe, but yeah, before that. Anyway, I have to give him credit. Like you don't see these movies, uh, you see these other movies where you've got obvious digital head replacements, yep, yep. or even something like the Avengers, where it's a total, it's almost an entirely animated film sure, in certain yeah, portions. Well yeah. Um, and there's, there's, I love that there's a sense of realism to those movies, and I think that's why those movies are will last, and uh-huh. that's why they keep making a hundred million dollars yeah. in the first three hours that yeah. is open because. You're not, like, they're not, they don't make movies like that anymore. No. Like, he's dangling from that helicopter. 
Yeah, because doesn't he like uh, repel from everything, every scene? He's just like always yeah, cascading. Uh, that's down the, a wall the crazy thing about the movie is that he's always repelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a serious dramatic dialogue scene, lasers. and he's just hanging from the ceiling for no reason. <laughs> no, he, he changes it up every every movie. The fourth, uh, let's see, uh, Ghost Protocol was that the one where he's on the plane? He holds on to the side of the on plane. On the side of the plane. Uh, that is, that's Rogue Nation. That's Rogue Nation. Yeah, Rogue Nation, the fifth one. Here's the here's the problem with the Mission the, Impossible movies, yeah. is Rock that... The names... Name no, is that after... So one, two, and three, it's like, all right, the first movie is the first movie. It's yep. called Mission Impossible. It's fine. Mission Impossible 2... MI2. MI2. But also, simple story. Like, yes. you know what happens yeah. in it. He wears a leather jacket. Uh-huh. There's a bunch of doves. Yep. It's a John Woo film. <laughs> Mission Impossible 3... Kind of a mess of a plot, doesn't yeah, make any sense, but it's kind of ripping off Jason Bourne. Yeah, it's the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman in yes. it. Yes. But then Mission Impossible four, five, six, I can't tell you what happens to any individual one of yeah. them. I can just tell you that those the are cool, movies that exist. Like I can tell you the one cool of them parts. one of them he's on the side of the uh, Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Yes. One of them he holds on the side of a plane. Uh-huh. One of them they invade the Kremlin. Yeah. Uh one of them he's has a cool motorcycle chase. Yeah. One of them, he falls off a helicopter. Yeah. One of them, he runs along the top of some roofs and uh-huh. breaks his ankle. And yeah. that's in the movie. Yes. That's the other thing. It's like, he's 60 years old and uh, he he's in, I watched three, I think three, he had his shirt off. Maybe it was two. One or one of these early ones, he had his shirt off and uh-huh. like he's in, he's in really good physical shape and he's not in as good a physical shape now, but no. it's all because he's old, not because he's yes. like gotten lazy. Uh-huh. So I watch these movies and I'm I'm just amazed by that, and but I don't get I don't get why he needs to do this anymore, you know? Yeah. Like he's he's a bajillionaire. Uh huh. Um, well, that's the thing is though he doesn't do anything else. Yeah, I mean it's like it's during like, I think during like the Ghost Protocol Rogue uh, Rogue Nation years he was doing the Jack Reacher movies, the two of those. Yeah, um, Reacher. Which I loved him in those. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like him, but I thought I thought he had a great screen presence for the character. I think that's what they're calling uh, in the porn industry uh, retrans now. Give me old Jack Reacher. The problem, the problem is that Tom Cruise is five foot eight, and Jack Reacher not even he's 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 five seven at at max. Yeah, Jack Reacher is six foot five. Yeah, yeah, he is. He has hands the size of a dinner plate. Uh But but Tom Cruise has the charisma to play that part. He made it work. He did make it work, and the the thing that I think Tom Cruise get got that uh, a lot of people who like the books that I've talked to don't get. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Reacher's not a good guy. Yeah, he's not a hero. <laughs> he's just a guy that he's he's the fuck around and find out type, mm. and that's the way he is all the time. Like so many stories in the Jack Reacher universe of books could just be avoided if someone wasn't an asshole. Like <laughs> you picked a fight. You, you act like an asshole to a weirdly autistic guy who can kick the shit out of you yep. any day of the week. And uh, that, I thought Tom Cruise was able to portray that well. Yeah. So, I mean, so he did those two, but they're, they're like they're already they've already moved on. They're not doing a third one. They're doing a a series now. Yes, um, with a guy who actually admits the physical parameters yes. of Jack Reacher. <laughs> um, but so he doesn't do anything else. No. I mean, he does. He'll do like little bit parts here and there. He's going to be in the new Top Gun. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, so here's my here's my theory: is that that's just that's his job. That's what. No, I think that's not his job. Producing and starring in the Mission Impossible movies. No, no, no. I think he's getting paid vacations. You know, 
It's like, hey, what is what is the thing that I want to do? I want to be able to hold my breath for nine minutes. All right, uh, we'll write that into this Mission Impossible <laughs> movie. I want to rappel off the side and free climb the Burj Khalifa. Okay, we're going to write that into uh, yeah. this Mission Impossible movie. I want to climb rocks in Arizona, you know, free climb and mm-hmm. do these jumps. I'm going to write that into a Mission Impossible <laughs> movie. The what the same way if it was like, hey Tab, what do you want to do with your time? Like, well, I want to drive uh, my car really fast, like Ken Block, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to write this into my movie. <laughs> you know, he's got the black tank top theorem going on, yeah, but he's done a really good version to hide it. Mission Impossible Two, what is he wearing at the beginning of that movie? Black Tim? tank top, a black tank top, because he's fucking crazy. Not just the Mission Impossible movies. Let's talk about Tom motherfucking Cruise. Okay, what is Tom Cruise? Crazy. And what else? Crazy. And he's making dreams come true. Scientologist. Oh, Scientologist. Yeah, yeah. Fucking lunatic I said crazy. religion. I said crazy. Scientology, of course, created by a sci-fi writer on a dare. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I bet I can get people to believe anything. And he made up all this thing stuff about Xenu. Xenu. It's all. I mean, it'd be like it'd be like serious taking seriously worshiping Q from Star Trek. <laughs> I, I think it's along the same lines as. Christianity. I mean, if you really get down to it. I mean, it's not though, because Christianity is based on like oh, a yeah, savior figure. People can rise from the dead, and people can have kids without being. Uh, but I mean, but, but I the thing is, Scientology is, is a different form of theology. It's well, not no, I'm just saying it's, it's out there. I as if people say, "Wow, that shit's crazy." One well, no, but Scientology I, is different. I feel the same way about Scientology is different in, in that uh, I know about the well, actual no, no, it's, it's not. It's not. I'm not talking about the actual belief system or the lore. Um, what I'm talking about is in Scientology, um, it's a. It's basically a. Um, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, and, and, and a cult. And a cult because you have to pay. You have, you have to actually to, literally pay money to like advance to the next level of religion. And you have to pay at church too. And you, br- yeah, you don't have no, to. no, that's tithing. Fifteen percent. This would be like this would be like to, uh, if you pay if you give us fifteen million dollars, Todd, we'll let you be an apostle. Yeah. Right. Oh, nice. That's that's the, the way Scientology yeah. works. I don't I don't remember what the the ranks are in Scientology, but yeah, like you join Scientology, and then it's like, all right, you're you're a Padawan, mm-hmm. and then it's like, all right, now we're going to give you an upgrade. You're now Lieutenant Sonia Gomez. Uh-huh. Eventually, you can work your way up until you're like Rose McGowan from Doctor Who. <laughs> I just assume it's all based on different sci-fi but properties. Every time you, you keep getting underlings under you, like if you bring you them bring in, yeah. in underlings, yeah, okay. so everybody you bring in is now that also raises you yeah. up higher and higher that, into this. Definitely. But also, you're paying. That. But this whole time, you're paying them, like, because I've watched a little bit of the Scientology, the like the tell-all Scientology yeah. stuff, and you're paying them, like the celebrities, of course, are paying them hundreds of thousands what, of dollars. What's the end game to get on the spaceship, get a seat on the spaceship, or what? That's uh, the thing is they keep they keep so many secrets. Everything yeah. is so like, still, like it's still being written. Uh, what's her face from King of Queens was the big is the big. Scientology debunker now, yeah, because she was in it for a while, for years. And Brooke Shields, yeah, yeah. Uh, because they don't want you to take medicine a lot, like yep. Jehovah's Witnesses. Yep. And but she talked about like having to go to like um, these secret, this secret uh, building and, and and like have to like you know log in with a key card and like you're chained to um, a briefcase and the briefcase has the thing that tells you the next level of Xenu uh, or whatever. And she, had to pay, to and she had to pay $250,000 to do it. Yeah. And you can pay to get audited and shit. Yeah. 
And then if you when you so leave, they fucking harass you, you for. It oh, is yeah. alien. Xenu's an alien. Xenu's yeah. an alien. And we have ghosts in us, and you have to get the ghosts out of you so you can be close to Xenu. Yeah. It's um, it's and when you leave, they fucking harass you like the like um like dead collectors. That is the wild thing about Tom Cruise is that like you have it all. Yeah. So why this? You know, why is this the thing? I don't know. But also the crazy thing about Tom Cruise is everyone knows he's crazy. Everyone knows he's into the Scientology thing, and yet we keep going to see his fucking crazy ass movies. Yeah, we are going to see films where a sixty-five year old retiree goes on a extreme vacation. Like, do you remember (laughs) the extreme in the in the nineties where it was like we're doing extreme urban kayaking and they like kayak (laughs) down city. Streets and shit. <laughs> like in and, the then, and then that should be filmed like top ten extreme most police videos. But this is just like top ten extreme moments from Tom Cruise's new paid celebrity vacation. <laughs> and instead of being a Will Smith and putting it on Facebook Live, he sells it to him in a movie theater for twenty two dollars a pop, yeah. and then puts it out on Blu Ray. Yeah, mind blowing. And we don't care. It, no one, no, like, he, like, like Will Smith has his detractors, right? Yeah, you included. But you're not you're not over there going, Fan, fuck Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know, putting out his movies for us to enjoy. Here's the other weird thing about Tom Cruise. He's got a tooth in the middle of his face. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. Google a picture of Tom Cruise right now. Uh-huh. Pull anybody listening listening to my show, unless you're Shoot. driving, pull out your phone, Google Tom Cruise, and then go to images and Pull up any any picture of him smiling front on. Specifically, this one from IMDb. Where does the tooth on the left side of his face fall in relationship to his nose? Uh, dead center, but that's because <laughs> dead center of his face. What if that's, that's just his, his, uh, his expression? Nose is, his nose is broken. No, no, that's yeah. his teeth are in the wrong it, it spot. Lines, it lines up with his nose ridge, though. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Uh, people no, draw right, lines right. on these. You're right. It, it is kind of wonky. What about his bottom? Search for Tom Cruise tooth. <laughs> and look, there it is, Tim. A line drawn on it. He's got a tooth <laughs> in his face. And now that you've seen it, now yeah. that you've seen it, you'll never be able to unsee it. Now you watch the Mission Impossible movies <laughs> the way I watch the Mission perfect, Impossible too. movies. Seeing the tooth in the middle of the face. It's there, Tim. It's there. It's always going to be there. It's going to haunt your dreams. Just like the little thing on the side of Christian Bale's nose. You ever notice that? <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to forever. <laughs> yeah, it even says in the details. Of the Center picture. of his face. Misaligned. Discolored smile. Ooh, they went. He has her. made it this far with a weird fucking tooth in his face, He's a and short nobody's guy. noticed. He's a short guy. He's a short guy with a weird tooth, weird mouth. <laughs> Everything's fucked and up. Somehow he goes from short hair to long hair and back, and both ways he looks yeah. good. And I think he's a demon. I think he's, he's a demon. Hollywood royalty. He's a he's a demon prince. Yeah. It's like he probably doesn't have a job. And he has all the time in the world to. He, but he's not a great he's actor. He's not a great actor. That's <laughs> no. the other thing. Is like He has done some good performances. He's done good performances, but there's a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, I think his best acting is A Few Good Men. That and even like that Magnolia. is pretty hammy. Yeah, yeah. I want the truth! <laughs> uh, it is... He's a good yeller. He's a great yeller, yeah. and he's also a great 
looking good camera runner because he runs like a fucking I, like an alien. It's, it's he the, looks it's like the, you, it's the funniest thing I think. It's the I think it's the funniest thing about him. Q Wop. It's like <laughs> Q-wop, yeah. Q-wop. He's like he's like a a weird Q Wop animal. Yeah. That, uh, the way I the way I I like heavy boots or something or what? The way I put it is that he wait. He, do you know Do you know what Q Wop is? It's a it's a flash game online where you control Q-wop. a uh, you control the Q-Q-Q-Q-Q-Q-Q-Q. muscles of legs with Q W O and P. And so you you have to do the it's a real, it's, it's a real dumb flash game online and you try and run and it's see how far you can get yeah. running in this this where you have to get the weird get the balance going, going right almost like a horse canter yeah. uh-huh. but with Whoa. your fingers cool. yeah the way I, I put it is uh, Tom Cruise run runs like he has a table strapped to his back yeah build up to his it's like Tom Cruise. Is have you you've seen those videos where they're like we took we made a weird model of like a goose and then we made it run for a thousand generations and every oh, generation yeah, learned yeah, from the yeah, first uh-huh. and it's like here's the first one it's like <laughs> and here's version a thousand and it walks like normal yeah. well Tom Cruise is like running down a couple of notches no 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 no, no. <laughs> if we ran it like fifteen million times like <laughs> we ran it we ran it far too many times and he's just like it's back to weird ramrod straight it's arms back to weird pumping. Back completely, exactly, yeah. exactly ninety degrees in the yeah, arms, really? legs. He, oh, it's funny. Did you know in contracts, no one's allowed to run next to him. Only he can run. He's only violated it one time. We've had him. that problem, really, in the Mummy, which you haven't seen. No, in the Mummy, Jake Johnson gets to run next to Tom Cruise. What do you Van Dam someone? Huh. What do you mean? Just didn't Van Dam kick someone out by mistake and? Movie no, because if you put Tom Cruise running next to a regular person running, yeah. it would make Tom Cruise look like a fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> that, and it would be like, what the hell is wrong with Tom Cruise? <laughs> I noticed this first. The first time I noticed this was MI3. When he runs down the China area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they do like this long. The, he starts running. And I don't know if they're in a crane or a helicopter or yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. But they pull way back out. And they they track him down these bridges. And he's running with the phone in his yep, hand. Yep. And he's completely ramrod yes. straight. And it's just like. I mean, it, it's like it's his like body. Only, only his arms and legs move. <laughs> yeah. His he's body is. When I'm, I'm sitting here yeah. in the chair. And I'm just like pumping my arms and legs. And I look like Tom Cruise yeah. running. <laughs> I really want to see uh, that now. I want to see. I want to see them freeze frame, do the image stabilization. Wait, so he, he's basically Dumb and Dumber. The part on Dumb and Dumber where he's like, feels like it feels like you're running at an incredible <laughs> speed. No, no, it's not like no. that. Because Jim Carrey's leaned way forward in that shot. <laughs> yeah, this is. I mean, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise runs. He runs like, like, like this. He's relaxed. Like no, he like runs that. like he has a table, <laughs> the flat side of a table strapped to his back. Yeah. Wow. Maybe like something inserted in his anus. Go the fuck away from me. Uh, yeah, he's. I'm gonna pull up a video. Yeah, I was picturing like steam powered cogwheels. <laughs> even, even, even in a still, even in a, a every Tom frame. Cruise run ever. Check out this technique. Uh, no thanks. That's Jerry Maguire, I believe. War of the World. Here, here he is in a. In Mission Impossible Three. No, that's that's not the one. That's not the one. Where's where's outside and there there it is. Yeah, that was a lot of movement. Look there. at that run! Look at that run! Oh, 
Wow. He's ramrod straight. Wow. His arms are moving. Nothing else is. His arms and legs are moving. Nothing else is moving. Yeah. That's when I, that, this is the scene where I noticed yes, it. Yeah. You can you could you could do that like um we took we like like uh we got we took this this uh gif of a girl with big boobs and we um stabilized we stabilized on the boobs boob, <laughs> so everything else is jiggling around. You could do that with his uh, his torso and head. Yeah, he was very upright and yeah, he was back a little bit. Like, that's that's how he runs in every movie. I think every that's for aerodynamic movie. so he, you know. Here there, oh, there he goes again. That's Jeremy Renner from yeah. the fourth. Running movie. ahead of him, running ahead of him. He he did have long hair in the Ghost Protocol, didn't he? Yeah, he goes he goes long, short. He goes short, long, short, long. Yeah, yeah. I think they broke it though, because I think now he, he's all short hair. He was short in six when he should have had long. Yes. Yeah. Tom Cruise, man, I don't I don't get Tom Cruise. I don't get how he's still famous, but yep. God bless him for keeping on making these movies. I, you know what? He's you didn't tell me what you didn't tell me what your issues were going to be ahead of time. So now I know that now, now you know that we'll have a two celebrity issue episode. Oh, cool! Are you going to bring in Jeremy Renner? Yes, yes. <laughs> Jeremy Renner and trying to start a Jeremy Renner and trying to reboot a franchise. <laughs> well, uh, that's my issue. That brings us to Miller episode, which means it's time for. This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not. Fake news. Well, Tim, what news stories do we have today? Uh, well, our first news story comes to us from California. Man fuses two spinal vertebrae uh, <laughs> trying to run like Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, of course, you guys know that California is in serious danger right now because California. The, the crazy, the crazy wildfires that are going on. Yeah. Um, well, there was another huge fire on Sunday. This was yesterday. Uh, destroyed over 7,000 acres and forced many residents to flee their homes. Oh, um, yeah. It was um, east of San Bernardino. It started, oh, it started Saturday morning, sorry. And into the whole weekend, the firefighters are uh, battling the 7,000-acre wildfire in California that was, of course, caused by a gender reveal party. Was it a boy or a girl? <laughs> Doesn't matter now. Their genitals have been burned off by the fire. Um, it was it was the fire was caused by a smoke generating pyrotechnic device. Oh man, really? Uh huh. That's just dumb, dumb people. This is why you keep a fire extinguisher in your house. Well, here's they have, the they're thing. not expensive. You can't set them up. You know, during right a next drought. to shit. Like yeah, clearances. I mean, you yeah. know what a fire extinguisher costs? Nothing. Thirty bucks. Yeah. You know how quick they're like they're used. The fire extinguishers. It's already done. Yeah, it takes a couple of seconds. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, it'll save save you from burning down seven thousand acres. Of yeah, it depends on the type you get too. I mean, if you just get a simple ABC one, you're pretty much covered for everything. Yeah. If you if you really want, uh, like if I, I the one that I I don't have one yet for mm -hmm. my grill, but if I got one for my grill, I get a CO two one, so I don't ruin the cast iron. Yeah. Get an air horn too with it. Uh. <laughs> um, and here's the thing: is like the person that. Because of this, the person that invented the gender reveal party is now out there going like, "Guys, please, please don't do these anymore. You're starting too many fires." The per wait, really? Yeah, the people that that created the product. Uh, no, the I think it was the person that was like first went 
And Vi- decided to do a gender yeah, reveal yeah. party. Yeah. Well, thanks. Look what you Why got. Why do they us. need smoke, though? <laughs> smoke no one generators. gives a fuck about your baby. It's because what happens is you do they, like, like fireworks. It's a, bla- it's a black box, right? Yeah. And then like, you light. You're like, 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 here's what color the baby is, and you light it, and blue smoke comes out, or pink smoke uh-huh. comes out, and then really? everybody knows, right? As opposed to just being like, hey, uh, gonna have a baby. Why can't you it's have a, a, a different colored stripper wearing different colored clothes? You know, <laughs> like pop out. They, why why can't mean, you just fuck off? No one gives a shit yeah. about your stupid yeah, baby. gender reveal. Uh, Necessity. It's right just there. a way to have one more fucking party for a woman. Yep. You got your bridal shower. You got your rehearsal dinner. You got your fucking wedding. You got your fucking baby California. shower. You got California. your baby's first yeah. birthday party. Now you got a gender reveal. Stop it with the parties for yourself. I know people are going to be like, oh, the baby's first birthday. That's for the baby. No, 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 it's no, no. It's for the mom. Baby doesn't remember shit about the first birthday. Nope. People invite all these people over to the baby's first birthday party. It's like, why are all these fucking people here? Yeah. This kid doesn't know you. Go the fuck away. The, like the first birthday party I remember is I was maybe seven, maybe yeah. six or seven. And, you know, I don't remember. The party's not what I remember. You know what I remember? The cake. The gift. The presents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The presents is what I remember, man. Getting that Power Rangers gun. We have pictures of my first birthday party. You know what it was? Yeah, I've got pictures of the It was too. me at home with my parents and a cupcake with a single candle, and I smashed it all into yeah. my fucking high chair. Yeah. That was the party. Yeah. That's what the cell... It's like, oh, our kid is his first birthday. He doesn't have friends. <laughs> he doesn't need to spend time with anybody. Yeah. You'd think they'd just look at the baby and be like, yeah, it's a boy. I, yeah. My, uh, <laughs> my, uh, I remember my sister, my third sister's first birthday party, and, um, I got her a Batmobile. Yeah. That you like rev forward and, uh-huh. and it then drove itself yeah. and, mm-hmm. uh, and it made sound and stuff. And I, I knew it would be the best gift at the party. And the girl I was dating at the time got her a bracelet. I'm like, why would you buy a fucking bracelet for a one-year-old? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was pretty. I'm like, this is what gonna, she's going to do with it. She's going to put it in her mouth. Yep. And then she's going to rub it on the back of her head. <laughs> and then she's never going to see it ever again. Yep. Exactly what happened. <laughs> and then what happened? Birthday party's over. Well, not like the gift opening's over. Yeah. Kids playing with the toys. What's she playing with? Batmobile. Batmobile. Top on its hood going... <laughs> Across the floor, back and forth. And it's like, you know, if you put it on its wheels, you know what? I don't even care. I still win. Anyway, what's our second news story this week? Uh, Our second news story comes to us from France, specifically the Parcoul Chenaud village in France. Um, A man in his 80s was about to tuck into his dinner when he became irritated by a fly buzzing around him. Uh And uh, apparently in France, you cannot own a bug assault. Uh, of course you can't. It looks like, it's scary. It's scary, scary to the French. Just don't yeah. say the fly was trying to get to the sperm that he injected into his. No, <laughs> damn it! I was still thinking about that. Uh, shit. No, <laughs> but he did have an electric fly swatter, so uh, he picked up his electric fly swatter, started trying to go after this damn fly. Uh, hit his dog. No, um, he hit a leaking gas canister. Oh, <laughs> exploded himself. Uh, yeah. Um, this, this is this is, is something out of a stupid like gasoline. Movie. Like that shit's explosive. Uh, destroyed, um, destroyed his whole kitchen. Why damaged the roof and got him a big bad burn to his hand. Wow, that is something else. That is so can he, I crazy. Wait, was it just 
Is this LP gas? <laughs> Did it say what kind of gas it was? No. Did he spill it in the process of swatting? No, uh, I don't think so. I think this was either na- this had to have been either natural gas or propane gas. Yeah, uh, a leak of that, not and not like gasoline. No, no, no not gasoline. They yeah. said they said uh, specifically uh, a reaction between the electric fly swatter. Uh, um, I saw. It said oh, can- can- a gas canister. It said gas canister. Yeah, so it's probably a propane tank. Yeah, and ignition. Uh, I, it, it just it reminded me of. Um, that episode of Breaking Bad, The Fly. Yeah. Uh, where the whole episode is Walt trying to get rid of a fly. Yeah, in the lab. In the lab. And yeah. because they ran out of, they needed one more episode for the season. They yes. ran out of budget. <laughs> uh, well, we've got one last news story, and boy, is it close to my heart. Um, a USC, that is University of Southern California professor, has been placed on leave. Oh. Um, yeah, I saw this one. Following a f- following his offending black um, NBA candidates, uh, he is this is Greg Patton. He, NBA candidates. NBA. <laughs> <laughs> this is Greg Patton. He's a professor at the university's uh, school of business. He was giving an online lecture about filler words in speech. What you do know? you mean, you people? <laughs> well, so he's giving this lecture about filler words, and you know we use filler words. Uh, we do you know like. Like, 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 or, um, you know, right. But he's, he's doing it about like um, all sorts of, you know, languages have their own filler words. Right. And this, I know very well. Um, what happens is he's, so he's talking about Chinese. Right. And uh, so his, this is the actual quote that he said. Uh, if you have a lot of ums and ers, uh, that's culturally specific. So based on your native language, like in China, the common word is they, the, the their filler word is that in English is that. So you'd be like, um, that, 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 that thing I was talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's in Chinese and it sounds different because it's a different language. Uh, What's the, the Chinese, the word Chinese for that? filler word for that is Naga. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh. Like with an wow, a. those those goddamn Chinese with their fucking words that sound like racial slurs Is it in like our language. How dare they? Naga, naga. Oh, it's just a uh. naga. Uh, well, there's, there's two ways to pronounce. It. There's naga and naga, um, but naga sounds a little bit more like like the other one. Um, and you know how I know this is because I studied Chinese for uh, about six years in mm-hmm. uh, between middle school and high school. And, uh, you know, who thought, uh, we, this is of course one of the things we learned in high school is, uh, that in its application as a filler word, you know, who thought Nega was hilarious. Black people. The, my, my black buddy that I sat next to in Chinese class. Yeah. It is pretty um, so and just every now and then he would just, <laughs> Nega, please. He would, he would, he would, Nega, please. He would throw it in wherever he could. Cause he thought it was hilarious. Um, and of course, this guy um, that might be where the word came from. Yeah, in a twenty in in an email uh, dated August twenty first, the candidates accused this professor of pronouncing the Chinese term "like the N word" approximately five times during lesson, offending all quote all of the black members of our class. So rather rather than than remember what I said about zero or ten, uh-huh. or no in between. Yep. Uh, Rather than those people having to be like, oh, we're, we're not culturally sensitive, they fired this guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
because he used a word correctly in the context of that word existing. Uh-huh. See, I'll tell you what happened. Yes. This is what happened, right? Uh, those people logged into their online class to yes. listen to their virtual lecture. Uh-huh. And they did a lot like what I did in real lectures and don't fucked listen. off and played video games. Uh-huh. I, I played Saints Row 3 and 4 in the back of my mu- history musical theater class every day. Nice. Uh, so they're fucked off over here and just like playing Switch. What playing did you say? Skyrim. And then you hear, <laughs> and then you hear Nega and they're like, what? <laughs> just picture 10,000 years ago, though. Black people. All right. A Chinese guy 10,000 years ago sees a black guy for the first time. Mm-hmm. He's trying to describe it. Uh, 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 I mean, maybe that's where it got like known as. I know, don't like, think so. No. no. Um, no, because yeah. uh, the N-word comes from Negro. Which means? It's the Spanish word for black. Oh, Negro. Yeah. Yeah. Negro becomes Negro, becomes yeah. Naker. So, Spanish people. Yeah, they're really the white devil. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> uh, Was there any more news stories? I love me. I love that story. It just it reminded me of of, of that in high school and <laughs> how times have changed. Nega is a great story. <laughs> uh, you ever play Warcraft? World of Warcraft. Yeah, they had the Nagas. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed playing that too. And I, I think we all know that uh, orcs are a representation of black people. <laughs> anyway, this this has been. Riketa News Network is definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, buying me Switch games that aren't Breath of the Wild because I <laughs> sold that piece of shit game. I think I, I think I put maybe 15 hours into it. I'm about to break another 100 hours in Skyrim. Yeah. Another in an equal, almost equal amount of time, yeah. In a greater than amount of time, I pl- I started Breath of the Wild at like forty hours into Skyrim. Wow, yeah, and then quit it before eight, seventy hours into Skyrim, right? So yep. that's, that's how bad your game is. It's called Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, worst game I've ever played. I mean, if, they're if making like- a new version of it called Craftopia <laughs> <laughs> on Steam. Yeah, it's imported yeah. to Steam. Looks great. More water. There's a, yeah. If 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 game names had a sexual preference, that one would love cock because it's fucking sounds good. Uh, so if you want to help with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash hwidg, which stands for here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show, and over there we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisode where I ranted and raved about Breath of the Wild in a nearly feature length episode this <laughs> past month. We have our $2 tier we throw the random bits and bobs. We've got a before and after on Joker coming soon. We have our $5 tier we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. One of those will be coming out later this month. We have our $10 tier we're going to be doing here in a few days. You, the fans, submit films. We sit down and watch them and record a feature-length commentary. Uh, That is probably already recorded by the time this episode comes out. Yep. So love to see what that movie is going to be out of the five or six that are available. And then finally we have our $50 tier where you get to call the shots on the show. We have Gray Bush, one of our spite producers, saying that Dead Helm can only leave 30-second voicemails. Mm-hmm. We have Matt from Minnesota saying Dead Helm can only leave 23-second uh, voicemails. 
He's taken away in a he's further taken seven, away seconds. seven seconds. He would so also if Gray Bush were to drop his pledge, then they would be go down to 50, 50. No, it would then just we, it would be whatever the length of the the voicemail is, but minus seven, seven seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with also with his, he wants us to let Denhelm know that he needs to seek professional help and stop calling all the shows in the See You Next Tuesday Media Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was part of his his demands. Another further demand was that we record a movie commentary for Surf Ninjas. Yes. Which we did today. We sat down, we watched Surf Ninjas recorded, featuring the commentary just for Matt from Minnesota. Gray Bush is going to get it too because he's mm-hmm. also a $50 subscriber. But uh, if just, you, just him. Just, just him. Just them, yeah. I mean, if you want this movie commentary, there's only one <laughs> option, and that is to subscribe to the. $50 Take yeah. out a loan, Dead Helm, <laughs> and just go ahead and call in and, and pledge your, uh, he could counteract it, you know? $1,000. Yeah. We'll, we'll add another higher tier, <laughs> the, the unspited tier, yeah. the unforspitten. It's <laughs> <laughs> Metallica's best song. <laughs> but uh, Tim, get your camera ready. I will, because uh, we're going to record real quick. Uh, we're going to record girls um, take them panties off <laughs> Taz reaction to Tony from hack the movies is wonderful gift. Wonderful gift. Yeah. Here's our, our, our new segment on the show until, uh, we get all of these shirts. I'm yeah. calling it lower deck expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so brighten up that lamp, grab your camera. Cause this is going to be on video and I'm going to go ahead and open up this package. As everyone knows, Tony from Hack the Movies, a guest on the show, a friend of the show, he uh, signed me up as a prank to the 11 shirt t-shirt subscription from Lower Decks, the new Star Trek show, animated show on whatever fucking channel it's on. So the first two shirts, or I assume this is two shirts, uh, first two shirts got here last week just after we finished the recording the show. So this is our first week of recording. And uh, let's see what they are. Get live reactions. That way Tony can get his fucking jollies. <laughs> so it is two shirts. We've got a dark gray shirt and a light gray shirt in a shitty plastic packaging. So this first shirt says, uh, well, first of all, first of all, they're two XL and uh, I'm only an XL. So they're going to be too big. The first shirt is this. It says, shore leave on Tall Gannon, the Anabaj of Little Risa. So I assume that's an inside joke for the show. No Spock references? That I don't, yeah, no Spock references. I don't get because I haven't watched it. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and put this shirt on over my current shirt. So now, now, Tony, I've worn your shitty shirts. And I've I've got them. Your prank is over. We'll probably hang them up in the in the studio. Get so them framed. We'll get them framed. We'll get them framed. No, we're not getting them fucking Make framed. Uh, I might just frame them in the trash can. So shirt number two, light gray shirt, is this one. I can't see it right now. That's kind of the funny thing. I can see it now. It's uh the U.S. Ceratos NCC seven five five six seven. General purpose garment. Supply issue number 16532875 Alpha. Uh, that's the name of the ship in the show. The uh, registry number is wrong. 
NCC 74656 is the USS Voyager, right? USS Voyager, of course, launched 10 years prior to the end of Nemesis. This show takes place one year after Nemesis, which means it should have a much higher designation than NCC 75. What was it? 75567? These people don't get, these people don't understand. It's really not a bad looking shirt, though. You know, they're canvas shirts. So they're, they're, you know, it could be worse. It could be Gilman. Is that the, uh, okay. Yeah, those are cool. There you go, Tony. Both fucking shirts. I'm not nearly as upset as you thought I'd be. I'd probably be more upset actually having to watch the fucking show. Uh, what do you think, Tim? That Would you wear either cool. one of these shirts? First one's cool. No. No, no I wouldn't. That undershirt. Uh, no, undershirt. I can't do printed shirts for undershirts. That's why I wear all these solid color V-necks now. Yeah. Terrible show. Terrible show. General purpose. I don't know. They thought it was funny. We don't need a tag. Just it's put a, it on the front a, of it. Like <laughs> it's like a it's like a meta joke. Like this is something that would be issued. But I mean, standard issue, like even casual uniforms in the military, don't say on them what they <laughs> are. They'd say it on like a little tag on the inside. Yeah. They wouldn't say it on the fucking front of the shirt. It's like the it, that's the yeah, that that's the stupid idea of someone who doesn't understand military things to be like, oh, it'd be cool if it was labeled like my phaser and my uh, communicator, right? Yeah. They come in little boxes, and the little boxes are like USS Enterprise standard issue communicator part, blah blah blah, and they have all that shit, but it's printed on the box. Right. It doesn't say it on the communicator; it says it's on the box. Yeah. Why does it say this on the shirt? Fucking stupid. I assume that this one, the Ceratos one, I assume this is the bonus shirt for buying the subscription, and and the other one is week one. Yeah, because you're supposed to get one every week. Yeah. yeah, so I assume. Whatever this, what did it I say? like that because it's just a. It could be the anything, Anna really. Jabaj of Little, Little Risa. I assume that Tolgan Coltolgaman, Coltolganan is whatever planet they went to in episode one. I'll never know though. That's the fun thing. Neither anyone else. Well, references go. Yeah. That's our segment: lower deck expectations and. Uh, We'll catch you guys next week for this one. Well, uh, Tim, what is your second issue this week? Siphon filter playing ass. <laughs> uh, here's what I don't get. Rob Schneider. Oh, no. <laughs> you know why Tab said, oh, no? Because, because we watched a movie with Rob Schneider in it today. Which one? And he was not good. He was in Surf, Surf Ninjas. Oh. He's, and he's, he's in Surf Ninjas the way he's in Judge Dredd. Too fucking much. (laughs) He's the side character in the whole movie. He's supposed to be the comic relief, and everything he says is 1,000% cringe. You know who was funnier than Rob Schneider in Surf Ninjas? Tone Loke. Whoa. Tone Loke, as in Funky Cold Medina. Tone Loke. Wild thing, Tone Loke. Absolutely no acting ability to save his life. No. I imagine that when Tone Lo- when like Tone Loke's mom came home was like, who drank all the chocolate milk? He was like, uh, <laughs> not me. Funky like, Cold Medina. I can tell exactly you're lying, Tone Loke. Get to your room. Yeah. Um, and uh, anytime I see Rob Schneider, I just want to kill him. <laughs> he does play some annoying. It's not even. It's not even that. Like, he could be just the annoying 
character that's in there for because he's in uh, the Water Boy, and guess what? Yeah, he's, he's all right. His best role. It's his best role. You know what he does in the Water Boy? You can do it. It's, yeah, that, he, he's that, just he just plays the guy that goes. Right you can do it. Rear um, and yeah, that's his best role. And he's in Demolition Man. And he's just like he's only there for a little bit. He's he's has good comic relief. Yeah, he's in a couple of scenes. Kind of wacky. Like, he doesn't even know how to use. He doesn't three even know shells. how to use three shells. Three seashells. And then Stallone gives him a glare, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, which of course. I mean, why would?" But you? imagine him and Sandra Bullock changing places. That movie oh. becomes terrible. Uh, I'm honestly surprised he wasn't in Speed another, too. There's another movie that he's actually had. Because he can make he he's like one more person you put in that movie to make oh, Sandra man. Bullock tolerable. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that seems to be the point of Speed too. Is like, what? Well, how could we make Sandra Bullock? Tolerable? I know a 14 year old deaf girl that wants to fuck the shit out of her fiance. Every time, man. Uh, um, he's never been funny though. Remember his SNL bits? What's his famous SNL bit? Do you remember what it is? Wasn't he making copies? Making yeah, copies. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. He was just in other sketches with more talented people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's written on the back. Of, he wrote on the back of uh, Adam Sandler's coattails. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he has to be somewhat of a likable guy in real life. Sure. In order to have made such long-term friendships with more talented celebrities. Yes. Yeah, he's like the take one for the team guy. You know, like he'll take the part that's lower IQ. Yeah. Uh, just, they'll be like, man, we, you know what would be really funny would be like a racist caricature of an Asian dude. It seems like he's the guy who will do anything for a laugh, but not in a good way. Like Chris Farley would do anything yes, to get a laugh. Yes. Uh, but he, it never felt desperate. That guy in a little jacket. Or like the fact that he would just have his pants fall down or he'd yeah. fall down and break something. Yep. He was, there was never, Chris Farley, there was never an ego about it. No, no, no. But that no. was also what destroyed him. Yes. Have you, have you seen this movie? He's, no. he's actually pretty good in this movie. Rob, Rob has a really we've, funny part. We've seen, seen the best of the worst the on it. The best of the worst on it. I mean, it's cringy. Part like he plays a cringy, but it's I thought so. It was like funny. every other one of his roles, yeah. yeah, that's that's what he plays. I mean, I mean, he has some. He has had some starring vehicles. The animal, Deuce the animal, Bigelow, Deuce Bigelow, Bench yeah. Warmers, the one where he switches the hot girl, the hot chick, the hot chick, yeah, the hot chick. Okay. I mean, it's he's he's the lowest brow of comedy, and not done well. Yes, because you can do. The lowest brow of comedy, but still do it well and make it funny. I mean, I, I like to compare him to Chris Farley because I feel like they have very similar uh, profiles as far as being a human being, and they play similar characters. Like you look at Tommy Boy and you look at Black Sheep, and like that's you can I can can you I can see uh, Rob Schneider in those parts. I can't, but you can't because Chris Farley does it so well. Yeah, it's like the you in know, a worse version of those movies. Chris Farley, uh, Rob Schneider's in the place of Chris Farley. I guess. On the similar token, take those characters that he that he is like the hot chick, uh-huh. and substitute in Chris Farley, and you <sighs> have a hilarious so movie. Deuce Bigelow with Chris Farley. Oh man, yeah. Uh, and like, and I've seen part of the hot chick. Like, like I yeah. watched it on TV for some reason. And it really just seemed like 
the way like okay, I'll put it I'll put it this way. In a similar SNL alum, Mike Myers. Yeah. Right? Mike Myers uh does characters, right? Yes. He doesn't really do, he didn't ever really did like general comedy stand up, right? He had specific written characters that were, you know, very specific. He had the um of course Austin Powers. Uh, hey, what are the who are who's the yeah. um Franz, the the uh, fashion guy, he played on the, SNL. He did the fashion guy. He did the Wayne's, Wayne's World. Wayne Wayne's World. Um, no, not Pump You Up. That was Kevin Nealon and, and uh, um, Franz. Yeah, that was Kevin Dan Carvey. And, uh, Dan yeah. Carvey. No, it, um, he had a German name. The fashion guy who uh, it wasn't Franz. No, it wasn't Franz. That was Hans and Franz. Um. I don't remember the name. Friedrich. He, Friedrich. Bruno. All black, the yes. glasses, yes. the slick black hair, the like effeminate mannerisms. Yes. Oh, but it was dickhead. Like, yeah. 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 And like even in the Austin Powers movies, you get you know, he's doing Austin Powers, he's doing Doctor Evil, Evil, Fat Bastard, Bastard Gold, Gold Member. They're all like these very outrageous, very characters. outrageous characters. Even Shrek. It's yes. this over the top character, and even something terrible like the Love Guru or Cat in the Hat. Yep. He's doing this over the top, weird thing. Yes. He's not. I can't imagine ever seeing Mike Myers go up on stage and tell jokes. No, even and then he's he popped up in with Kanye. The not <laughs> what not he popped it up in a in a Nazi movie. Oh, in a serious role was it Valkyrie? It wasn't a serious role. I don't think. Oh, it wasn't. Maybe I'm misremembering. It was in Glorious Bastards. I, don't I think know. it was in Glorious Bastards. I never saw it. He. It was, see, that, see, and even when he does, but what I'm trying to say is, even when he does those, he played that as that he that was a character, character, because he's thing. also in um, Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, he was. A oh huge, yeah, he plays like the manager or he, something. Yeah, yeah, he plays the manager, but he does it like he doesn't do it as Mike Myers. He does it as the character. I heard he's like a huge like horror flick uh, fan. Yeah, he did. Uh, so I married an axe murderer. That's why he made his stage name. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, whereas Rob Schneider was Rob Schneider. It's always the same character. It's always yes, the same like schlubby but even, but loser. But even like, but like in the hot chick, right? The hot chick is his excuse because no, because I think he tries to do characters, right? Hot chick was his excuse, or is it seems like his excuse to do his. Oh, I'm a lady now. Character. Yeah, he wants to do that part, right? You just take one. And then, like the you can do a guy, that's his character. That movie, yeah. but got it's so around shallow. Waterboy, no the the hot chick, wait, yeah. Like it, they asked like a thousand people to do it. <laughs> probably, I mean, they, like, he was probably just you know the last guy. Please to do, do this for me. I want to make this movie. It's so shallow, so like there's no depth to it, right? And the animal, right? That was a character. That was that was not, like the animal. That's a that was a character. It was like, oh, what? If but this the guy character had- is just like he does out wacky things. The same yes. way Inspector Gadget is a character, sure, and then yeah, he does yeah, yeah. outrageous things. There's not like there's nothing impressionable about it. No. There's nothing plot wise about it that's interesting. Yeah, everyone can do, or not everyone, but you know, people do a Mike Myers character. Or a bot, or, you know, Adam Sandler character in his yeah, heyday. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. More like Rob Schneider. I mean, you could do it. Yeah, that guy. We can. We can do that guy. You could do it all night long. It was. 
his his part in Surf Ninjas is honestly just it's so Iggy. Yeah, Iggy. Yeah, that's his name. Is it? Is that his name? Yeah, he does. It's crazy because he did the one. He did the one character bit in where he had a Hitler mustache and spoke with a with a Scottish accent. Yeah, Scottish accent. He was in a wheelchair for no reason. Yeah, Demolition Man, Beverly Hillbillies. Demolition Man, what a great movie. Yeah. What yeah. a hellscape we live in now. <laughs> San Angeles. Yeah. Played a TV producer on Muppets from Space. Yeah, that's that's weird. I mean, but that, that those movies are always just like, hey, let's just get every 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 actor he'll say yes. And we'll, so they'll all, they'll all do cameos. The Longest Yard. I don't remember who he is in The Longest Yard, but I do remember that's a good movie. Ooh, he plays Punky. I think he's 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 gay in Longest ah. Yard. He's he's I, very again, effeminate. Do anything for the laugh, right? Uh, but he, but he, right. And that's the thing is like, he's now he hasn't gotten canceled for it, which is funny, right? Yeah, that is that is. He's uh, done the point. he's done the gay caricature. He he's done uh, Asian stereotype. He's he, done Hitler mustache, yellow face, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. The same way. Um, Sean Connery did in You Only Live Twice. Sean Connery, or I was thinking uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, Mickey Rooney? Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Isn't he dead, though? Sure. Didn't he have a bit on 60 Minutes? No, that's Andy Rooney. That's Andy Rooney. He played a delivery guy uh, voice for a video game. No, no, that's that's just his job now. He works for UPS. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you that like there has to be... He has to just be like a regular dude. Yeah, otherwise... Otherwise... I, you wouldn't be able to latch on to those people the yeah, way, yeah. maybe, or either that or he's a huge kiss ass. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, Adam, you're so funny. And Adam was like, I love being told how funny. See, because I, I imagine Adam Sandler's a regular dude. Yeah, right. Clearly, clearly, but uh, I think I think to a, I think to a fault even a nowadays. Rich, like rich, we're like rich, he, he'll go on Conan, dude. and he'll be wearing. Uh, sweatpants and a t-shirt with holes in it. Yeah. Like, I'm a regular guy. Yeah. You know? It's trying to really, really broadcast that. Regular guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but man, he showed up at Surf Ninjas and it was like, oh, no. He had the orange, he had the bleach blonde hair that turned orange. I think he had hair. his hair dyed red so that he didn't have black hair so he didn't look like he was related to the other two maybe yeah because you know he's he's not like white white he's kind of a he's a more darker complexion white because i think he's he's part uh, something part filipino or something yeah, like that. yeah i think so uh so in order to to be like oh these aren't three brothers they dyed yeah. his hair red <laughs> so was, okay he's a redhead so he can't possibly be related to them also why his care his Uncle Scottish. character is Scottish, yeah, yeah. trying to be like, oh, he's you know a distant relative yeah. type. His deal. father was Jewish and his mother was Catholic. Yeah, fl- Filipino. Filipino. Yeah. Grandmother. Boom, nailed it. Uh, I'm sure he's a he's a fine dude in regular li- regular life. Yeah, I bet if you met him in person, he'd be real we, cool to yeah, you. Yeah, but uh, boy, do I not want to see him in a movie ever again? Ever again. <laughs> How many how many times do you think like Rob Schneider's at the grocery store just like shopping and someone's like, You can do it! You can buy a crab and macaroni and cheese. You can really use it in any situation. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it! You can pay with a credit card. 
<laughs> that's the thing though is I wonder like if someone is a fan enough uh, I would say of Rob Schneider uh, can I pay with a check you can do it <laughs> actually you can't pay with a check here <laughs> um, if someone's a fan enough to see Rob Schneider shopping somewhere and being like oh man I love this dude I want to do like a lot one of his famous lines at him I'm sure they would do something else <laughs> no uh, I I would see Rob Schneider at grocery store and I wouldn't be like, I respect him and so much that I, I would just say, you can do Because <laughs> I know it'd probably annoy him. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, to, I, to I, run I, into Rob Schneider at a Kinko's. I ran oh, into no. Rob Schneider at the grocery store one time. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, it's really cool to meet you. Uh, but I, you know, I don't want to bother you like other people. And he said, you mean like you're doing right now? <laughs> and I was really turned off. So I left. And then I ran into him again at the uh, checkout, uh-huh. and he was trying to buy 10 Snickers bars. And <laughs> first he tried to just walk out yeah. and wouldn't pay. And they're like, and he, they, they're like, sir, you have to pay. And they just started opening and closing his hands in front of their face. <laughs> like, he didn't understand what she was saying. So finally he starts to pay, and she tries to do 10 at and scan it. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, no, you got to scan them all individually. You know, that way they don't get radiation. Yeah. <laughs> and they turned it, and he looked at me and winked. It was really weird. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Do no. you know that copy pasta? No. <laughs> no. I left out the part where he goes, uh, uh, a bunch of times. Very funny. You should look up that copy pasta. I, I will. Ran into a celebrity at the grocery store. Yeah. No. Uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, he ruins things the way, like, um, Steve Dillon ruined comics for me, where, uh, Steve Dillon. So was, you say Steve Dillon in my head, I picture Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Steve Dillon was a uh, was a comics artist who died a couple years ago. Uh, he he did the art for um, Preacher. Yeah, he did like some DC and Marvel stuff. And um, the thing is, like sometimes he would be a fill in artist where someone would be doing a run and they were like, "Oh man, I'm doing like five books this month. I really can't finish. The, I don't have time to finish this issue of the Hulk." Um, Hey, I'll, I'll ask my buddy Steve if he's doing anything. Steve, you doing anything? Like, no. Can you do this issue of the Hulk for me? Sure, I'll do this issue of the Hulk, and I'll be me, Tim the Handlebreaker. We'll be reading the Hulk and be like, "Oh man, issue five was so good. Let me go to issue six. Oh, that cover looks awesome. What's going to happen this issue? Turn the page. God damn it! It's Steve Dillon. Why does that piss you off? Because uh, he's a terrible artist. Uh, like worse than a. I've shown you his. I've talked about him on the show before. I've showed you his art. He's he draws. He just draws the same face for everyone. By the way, I remember that he's shorter than Cruz. Who? Rob Schneider, Schneider is five three. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I would never have guessed. I would. In fact, I imagine him now that he's older as sort of a taller guy. I didn't imagine him as a tall guy, but I imagine him as an average height guy, mm. not a midget. Yeah. Nearly five three. Wow. Uh, I, I wish we could talk more about the oeuvre of Rob Schneider. <laughs> Plus Gilligan, SpongeBob, and there's MacGyver. Yeah. He's got a lot of years, though. Well, I don't know. Looking at his IMDb during the movie, it's clear that he's really shifted into doing uh, a Children's lot of voice, voice animation. Yeah, and I think he probably has a good voice for that. Yeah. Because he has a high, annoying, a high-pitched, annoying yep. voice. Yep. Um. 
He could probably just bang him out too. Yeah, I mean, you just I mean, the, a movie's ninety minutes long. You just sit down in your little studio at home and you record all your lines, and then they send you back notes and you record those lines again, mm-hmm. and they send you notes and you just keep doing that until you're done. Right. Or they put you on the the like. I mean, the, imagine twenty incoming to theaters twenty twenty four. Rob Schneider is Batman. Well, I mean, just like imagine him like in a super extremely dramatic role. I want to see like Schindler's movies. List. Schindler's two. List two. <laughs> like multiple parts, like family relatives parts. You know, uh, oh, like Eddie Murphy, the, the Nutty Professor. Kind or like on uh, Tropic Thunder, how uh, Jack Black yeah. with the twentieth anniversary. Rob Schneider stars in nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider stars in 9-11-2 Electric Boogaloo. Like he's uh, a soul actor. Yeah, yeah like, it's a, like it's, it's a, a character piece. It's a one-man show character <laughs> piece. Producer. <laughs> he's giving uh, it all his he's giving it his all, and you're like, oh no. I'd yeah. be surprised if I saw him in a dramatic like I mean, I I don't see it happening, but like I mean imagine like you know he has a comeback as a serious dramatic actor. Like, did you ever see Rain Over Me? Yes. That was a huge turn for Adam Sandler. Yep. It's like he's done all these goofy, Big Daddy, Billy Madison, he, Happy Gilmore. He, he had even done Punch Drunk Love at that time, but Punch Drunk Love, he's not... He's not serious, and it's also... Is that Paul Thomas Anderson? Paul Thomas so Anderson. it's like, it's not... There's a level of lack of realism in it. Yes, on, on purpose. On purpose. Um, it's like a magical realism it's almost. It's magical realism, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... But Rain Over Me was like a serious, grounded movie yes. about serious, grounded issues, yeah. and it's a like beautiful story. Yeah. And he does an amazing him and Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you go Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle in a movie, and you, <laughs> your first thought is just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> or like, oh man, here's you know here's this wacky comedy. Yeah, that Don Cheadle got roped into because he owes someone money. But it's it's was compl- I think Don Cheadle's Don Cheadle does great comedic work. Like what? Uh, you haven't seen it, but um, House of Lies is a great House of Lies. Yeah. He's hilarious in that show. Yeah, I like mean it's it's swindlers, it's, man. Like, it's dramatic too, but he's he's great in that show. I just can't imagine the guy from Hotel Rwanda being in a movie <laughs> with Adam Sandler. You know, he Tony Stank, Tony Stank. Come on, that's a great. That scene. is a one-off joke. And it's for a Stan Lee cameo <laughs> in a Marvel movie, Tim. It's not even close to the same thing. I'm talking about a movie where a plot point is, and the poster then yeah. pissing on a door yeah. or going to Hooters. You know, something yeah. like Mr. Deeds, where the a plot point is that he has a frostbitten foot that you <laughs> can beat a, with a rod. It's a um, it's a fire poker. He gets a fire poker shoved into it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, I don't see that turn ever happening for Rob Schneider because I think he play he just plays those goofy. I mean, he's got a goofy voice, he's got a goofy face. Yeah. Everything about him's goofy. Um, I don't know. We're gonna find out. We have some really huge Rob Schneider fan in the show. It's just like, <laughs> how dare you fuck? disparage the greatest actor of all time? Fifty dollars spite tier. You must profess your love for Rob Schneider every episode. Every episode is brought to you by Rob Schneider, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing. You may think you got this all figured out, but until you accept Rob Schneider in your life, you're not going to make yourself into Jack Squat. Uh, Who do 
you think you are in there criticizing a great man? <laughs> Looks like we got ourselves a regular Rob Bob Schneider over here. <laughs> uh, you tell you you tell stupid jokes like correcting Tim every time he says black, that it's African American, and saying naker like it's supposed to be the N word, and you think you're better than Rob Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we shouldn't have fallen down. Uh, you think, when I go home to Starla with these on at night, you think... Uh, I remember that movie was really hot shit, Napoleon Dynamite. When we were in middle school. When we were in middle school, and then I finally watched it, and mm-hmm. I think I laughed one time. Yeah. I know I laughed twice. The first time I laughed was when the uncle... Is has his car parked on top of a oh, piece the, of Tupperware? Yeah, and, and then it just Yeah, and he just drives, drives off. off. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And the other one was when uh, I don't know if it's the uncle. I think it's the uh, someone. Napoleon Dynamite puts the time machine on and just shocks his balls. And then the other guy like limps in and he's holding his balls. He's like, I could have told you it didn't work. And those are the two times I laughed in the whole movie and everything else was stupid. I've been training to be a cage fighter. <laughs> Throw this football over that. Yeah, no. the Tupperware breaking. I just It's so funny. <laughs> and it's like in a sea of criminally unfunny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would. I'd love to take that moment and put it in another movie. <laughs> anyway, what's your opinion on Kevin James? I really I guess we'll have to find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I really like King of Queens. I I, I will watch do. that show. I can't believe Richard Simmons ain't in it. I know, right? <laughs> I will watch that show uh, anytime, any day. Is that where he's got like in the hot wife for him. Oh yeah, she's yeah. Like, wait. She's the she's the um, she's the, the Scientology, Scientology, Scientology yeah. lady. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I've only got one brain to rot, rot so I'm going to watch television a lot. The nanny was a. Uh... And speaking of television, something you play on your television. Here's what I don't get: <laughs> Fortnite and really all the whole battle royale genre. <laughs> um, Fortnite. I cannot. We saw a trailer. Uh, uh, for the new ex- Fortnite expansion season, season uh, part, as part of a season, I guess, yeah. And it's all the it's all Marvel characters. And yeah. the beginning of the trailer, I knew I knew it wasn't for the new Avengers game, but all the models look way better than the Avengers game. And the, but but even then, they're like super cartoony and stuff. Yeah, yeah. which makes them better. Uh, and it's like it's it's got everyone you want that like isn't in the Marvel movies. It's got the X Men and Galactus. And, yeah, yeah. Here's my problem with the battle royale genre is that uh, it's one of the it's like it's the reason why I don't play first person shooters. And it's that you have to have been playing from day one to be any good. I'm going to laugh at you. Mm. Keep yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And the thing I don't understand about the Fortnite is that. It's this game and you pump. So much money into it with these V bucks. V bucks. What? What? Like real money? It's free. It's yeah, because it's, it's free to play. It's free to play. Okay. So you can, and you can play it on fucking everything. Anything. Switch, Anything. Xbox, your phone, PC, PlayStation, uh, iPads, anything. If it's got a screen and a way to put inputs into it, you can fucking play. Yeah. Fortnite on it, and it's got an internet connection. Yeah. So, what the way they make their money is they sell these V bucks, and they're in a they're in a scandal like with. And shit uh, or something? No, it's it's a digital currency. So you pay you pay ten dollars and you get 
Like Mad Bucks. 10,000 V Bucks. Okay. And then in the Fortnite store, you can buy, you can buy a top hat and or a hand or skins. Shit. Yeah, it's all okay. cosmetic all right. shit. Yep. And the other Look thing they do that's, that's really uh, sinister is. It'll be like this week only. Get yes. our fancy dragon costume. And it's like, well, I gotta get the dragon costume. It's so cool. I don't know if you can earn V Bucks in game or not. I think so. But the battle royale genre is just wait backwards. Put it back in the currency, U.S. currency. No, no. Once they're paid, you have them. It's not like Eve Online where you can somehow cash out. <laughs> the the battle royale is just my other big problem with battle royale is that everything has to have it now. You cannot make a game and not give it a fucking battle royale mode. Unless you're like a narrative single player yeah. story game. But I, I yeah. mean, how how much longer is that going to last? How long until... Well, Sony's doing pretty well on this. Remember, remember when um, Batman Arkham Origins came out? They had a multiplayer where you played as criminals or... Oh, Gotham City Imposters? No, no, no. Arkham. It was a, in Arkham Origins. There was a multiplayer in Arkham Origins. You probably don't remember because no. it lasted about three days huh. before everybody kind of stopped playing it. But you could play as Batman or different criminals, and it was Predator, it was combat, oh. and it was all online. And it was like, how are you going to put this as an online thing? Yeah. Like it was one thing. It was one thing in the other games where you've got it, I've got it. I do a challenge map, you do a challenge map, and it's like you got ten thousand points. Tim got eleven thousand points. Yeah. It, but this was this was you and I could literally play against each other as the Joker and Batman, huh? Yeah, I don't, like, I don't remember that. You, but you not play the as Batman and Robin, yeah, and go together. fight the bad guys, which yeah. is what you would want out of a game like this. <laughs> you're like you're like creating the content, basically. Like the, that's what a battle do. royale game is. They give you a huge map, and then you create the content. And the yeah. other sinister part of it is the virability of it. Like the people go online, and they play, and they stream themselves playing these games. Yeah. And they show you the good moments, and you're like, oh, that looks like fun. And then you play the game, and all the moments that you play suck. But I've you're had chasing some pretty good moments in Battle Royales. Well, that's the thing is they match you up in your first few rounds with low-level players well, yeah, to get you matchmaking, hooked. Yeah. So there's no, no teams. No, no, no. They get, they get the dopamine hit in. All these games, all the especially mobile games, they make the first few weeks of play uh -huh. super easy. You're unlocking stuff. You are getting skins. You're yeah, getting yeah. V-Bucks. You're winning a lot. Uh -huh. And then it's like, then you hit a, a ticker once they, and they've had this calculated based on our sure. reward, the reward yeah, yeah. centers in our brains and whatnot. Yeah. And then you just tick over and suddenly you're in you're a ship a ball game and you're shop. playing with everybody in the world. Yep. And... I mean, it, it would be like it'd be like if, imagine going to work right at a retail store. You're a cashier, and they somehow pre-screen the customers that come to you <laughs> for your first three weeks of work, and they're all polite, yep. and they all tip for some reason, yep. and n they all bring products with barcodes, compliment you, and they compliment you, and no it's one great. pays with a check. Yeah, no one pays with a check. Everyone's got a credit card. It's all quick and easy. And then week three, it's like, oh, uh, actually, you're not going to go to that register. You're going to go to this register over here. And it's like dripping in feces. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Like, oh, yeah, sorry. That's our starter register. Now you're in the uh, the real big leagues. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Now that your dick's hard, get over here. And now and you work on the bad side of town. Now you work with all the regular people that is the reason why retail jobs suck. Yeah. But for the last three weeks, you've told everybody, hey, man, I've been having so much fun. This game is great. Uh, my job is great. I love it. Yada, yada, yada. Because this is the way our brains work. Yeah. Once we've said that for so long, we can't go back on it. 
Like you yeah. can't, once you, this is why the mask stuff, these people are so dug into the lockdown. They're so dug into the masks because they can't admit that they were wrong. Yes. We, we can't do that with games either. So you play this game, you say it's great, you say it's so much fun, you get your parents to buy you a console, mm -hmm. you get your parents to buy you V-Bucks, you get your parents to attach their credit card and just yep. put your allowance straight uh -huh. into it. And then the next thing you know, <laughs> you've blown through $100 of your, uh, and you have literally nothing to show for it. I'll pay 60 bucks for a game, mm -hmm. you know. I can get 60 bucks of entertainment out of a game, even a bad game. I think I got my $50 out of Breath of the Wild. It was not a fun $50, no. but I got everything I needed to know out of that $50 and I made it back. Done. Yeah. So I'm I'm at a net I'm at a net positive. Yeah. What I then there are games like Arkham City where I made my money's worth of the $100 I spent on that game and more. And more. And then there's games like Arkham Knight where I got my $20 out of it and didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll go back. Maybe I won't. Yeah. Then there's games like Spider-Man where I didn't pay a dime and I got all the money <laughs> out of it. You know? yeah. So my, the battle royale, the whole battle royale genre has just got to go. I mean, people seem to love it. I don't understand I, it. I mean, let, You're friend like a free-for-all type deal? Yeah, so the battle no royale, teams, a lot of them, or... a lot of them work where you're dropped into a map, you have either a limited loadout or no loadout, yep. and you have to go scrounge uh, for upgrades in the map during the map. Yeah. And sometimes those carry over, but a lot of times they don't. What yeah. game is this? This is this just is any, just this any... is the genre of battle royale. It's uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Warzone, Apex Legends, PUBG. Uh, PUBG um, those are kind of the big ones. What was the one you were playing? Uh, Call of Duty and Apex, yeah, yeah. So, and then usually, in order to keep, because they they make these huge open world maps, you for, have to forage for your weapons. Yeah, stuff? yeah. Usually, and yeah. then so it's a huge open world map. It's usually it's like a hundred people that get dropped around, in, around there, yeah, and yeah. nobody's everybody's on their own. You can team up with your friends, sure. Uh, but it's it's an honor system. It's not oh, an official team. No, no, there's, there's there's official teams. And then the map slowly gets smaller and smaller to push everyone into right. a, into a certain place. I, I know Fortnite works that way. Global yep. warming. They all something. work that they all work that way. And and it could be and what it it doesn't like literally force you. It's not an invisible wall. But if you're outside a certain radius when this happens, you just auto die. Oh, well, shit. like like Fortnite, it's an actually it's a physical storm. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you can see with clouds and electricity that is, you know, doing circling in, um, call of duty war zone. It's like a gas, uh, a, a green poison gas mm -hmm. and you can get, well, they, you know, they do something cool as, or if you have a gas mask, you can actually go through it. Um, uh, PUBG, it's a PUBG is the invisible blue wall yep. dome thing. Uh, Apex is a uh, a yellow wall dome thing that comes in on you. Here's the thing, though, right? We all know what it's based on. Battle Royale. The movie. Yeah. And in the movie, I don't know if the games do this, but in the movie, there would be booby traps that would just kill you if you didn't kill the other kids. Uh, the kids set the booby traps is what it is. Because in the because what was it? Yeah. I thought I thought the game makers released shit on them. No. Um. So in Battle Royale, which actually I've been rereading the manga, uh, I started doing that a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. Um, because I've read, I've watched 
the original movie. I've read the manga and I own the book that the movie is based on. The Hunger um, Games trilogy by Suzanne <laughs> Collins. <laughs> no, no, the original uh, book, which I, I did a book report on it in like 10th grade. Nice. And I remember like I had a one of the like on my board or it was a big like a big poster board thing uh-huh. and one of them was a screen cap from the movie of like the second one of the neck collars detonates our teacher was real cool with that yeah um yeah uh in the movie in, in battle royale the kids all get a bag with a random weapon in it yes some of those are booby trap weapons wow yeah i see i was under the impression that some of that shit was already set and they just wandered into it uh, that's more like uh, Hunger Games. No, Hunger Games, they release stuff on. That's some, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll have to go rewatch it because I haven't watched that movie in a bunch of arrows I don't know, like six years. I think the last time I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. T- 2013 or 2014. In any case. I would think it would get old pretty quick. I would too, but it doesn't it's because. What, here, yeah. Go ahead. No, you. Yeah, I'm considering I'm the one that has played them. Um, for me, it's uh, so. The here's the thing: is right in in most in in other multiplayer games, Halo, Call of Duty, Battlefield, whatever. Right? Um, usually, you play team team deathmatch is like the most popular mode in all those games, right? And that's like eight on eight, right? So if you and your eight guys win, fifty percent of the whole match wins the game. Fifty percent of the whole in. match loses the game, right? Eight on eight, you know, fifty percent, right? Right. In a battle royale, if you're playing solos in a battle royale and 150 people are dropped into a map, one person wins. So, okay, I could see. Yeah, I got. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or or like like, you know, I started out, I was always in the bottom third. Now I'm doing real good. And I'm, you know, um, that's part of it. Uh, and part of it, and this to me is a is a double edged sword for me personally, is the um, it's tense. To me, it's it's incredibly tense. The battle royales are, um, and it's it's tense the whole match, which is which is why it's a double edged sword for me. Because sometimes it's almost overbearing how tense it is, especially no, the same way. Especially when you're playing solos and you don't have a team, you don't have any team teammates. Playing against actual people, that and you you're don't playing, know, you're playing against 149 other people that you don't know. They're trying to kill you, you're trying to exactly. Um, yeah, to me, that's super tense. It's tense in a way that, like a team game, like Rainbow Six Siege, that I used to play a lot of. Um, that's a five minute per round match, and you know that uh, it, you're going in. You're you're always like heading towards the enemy. Or you're waiting for the enemy to head towards you and you're holding a defensive position, right? That is tense when like you're going in, you're like, I don't know if he's in this room, pop in. Oh, he's not. Okay, we're good, right? It's tense in those, it's bursts of tension. Yeah, exactly, right? It's bursts of tension, whereas the Battle Royale is just like, like you drop in, you're like, oh, I don't, you're like, I'm gonna go to the school. Let's say I'm going to the school. So you're, you know, you're parachuting into the school, and then you like, you're looking around, you're like, oh shit, there's like seven other dudes also going into the school. This is gonna be tense. Here's here's my other uh, my thought on why these games also don't get boring mm-hmm. or or dull is that every round is a, basically a new game. And that's the thing. Yeah, that's it's that's like it it's like Dead Cells, right? Yeah, you've beaten Dead Cells now. How many times? Um, a couple. A, 
two or three? Three, three, like complete, beat the final boss and get the the next two, two, two. You're on your third then. Yes, but I've but I've beaten it on normal mode a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. So, but you keep playing because every time you play, you unlock new things. And it changes the dynamic. Basically. It's like when I, I actually haven't played in a couple of weeks, outside of like an hour or two, uh, because I haven't been feeling it because I'm out of upgrades. Yeah, it's like I was I played Streets of Rogue for a, mm-hmm. a while, and. Every time Similar, you restart, yeah. it's a, the level is completely changed. The the objectives have changed. Yep. The layouts changed. But you got some cool new shit to play with. But you got like a new, I've unlocked a new character, yep. or I've unlocked a new weapon, or yep. I've unlocked a, a new start condition that's more fun. Yeah. And and then the other thing with Streets of Rogue was that every level, or every two levels, you got a a new power up, and it was a a random three mm-hmm. that, and you bought more random things to put into the list of three. So yes. every time you play, you're getting different power-ups each mm-hmm. time. So I think that there's a, that's a, an aspect of why these games remain popular because you're not playing the same round. It's not like, you know, I go play Arkham city and yep. I'm playing Arkham city exactly the same again. Same I'm playing map. the exact same Skyrim that I played yeah. in 2011 when I beat the fucking game. Cause they can't patch out any of the fucking game breaking bugs. <laughs> When they made the the special edition, it's yeah. unfucking believable. Yeah, because because on a battle royale, the only really, when the stuff you're unlocking or buying or whatever, it's all customization. It's all just looks or what have you, like Apex, right? Like if a you, lot of screenshots. Happen. It's yeah, it's it's weapon skins, it's voice lines, it's uh, like finisher moves, dances, dances, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's all like a new you, glider. Yeah, like like in Call of Duty Warzone, you what kind can of dances. What like, are you talking about? You hit in a button. Fortnite, you hit a button and you can do dances. Like slash, like slash dance. Like emotes. Yes. Yeah. You know, and wow, you slash dance. And so you buy yeah. new ones with your yeah, V-Bucks and yeah, your yeah. winnings. And Fortnite is so popular that, like, they find, like, up-and-coming hip dances and they steal them and put them in the game. And then and people they get, get sued. Mad. Yeah, yeah get and, sued. and so evidently they're making a lot of money because Apple's pissed off that they're not getting their 30 pre- Because Apple's thing is they don't want you selling... Every every, sing, every single purchase on the Apple Store has to go through Apple Pay, so they get their thirty percent. So they get their thirty percent, even though they have nothing to do with it. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but I was actually a master dancer, like yeah. in, in Lord of the Dance, the in, River Dance, in Star Wars Galaxies, yeah, and a master musician and a master entertainer. Were you a master debater? Uh, only when I was lonely and horny. <laughs> so all the time, yeah. That special feeling. I uh, Twilight. I don't know if you guys know this, but I've never played an MMO RPG. Uh, I hate them because they all suck. I can't. Stand Is there them. anyone going right now? Still, uh, like the, Wow. Like, I mean, Wow. Wow, still on. Eve, still on. Eve, People are still Eve. I hate Wow because you get comfortable and they're like, yeah, we go grind up ten yeah, more levels, ten more levels on Shadowlands, and have shitty ass equipment. Yeah. Um, well, you re-released the same Guild- expansion we released ten years ago, but now it's in HD. Yes. Like, ah, oh, thanks. Guild War Guild Wars Two just got put on Steam. And it, I mean, it's like Guild eight, Wars is still going? Guild Wars Two. I mean, it's it's like eight years old now, but um, Wow is probably still the the main. They're know. releasing Star Trek Discovery. The thing and is, hard themes for uh, theme content for Star Trek Online. Yes, the thing with MMOs these days is that there's so many gamers. I think that other than uh, like the incredible AAA hits like WoW or like a Destiny is kind of like an MMO. Um, 
and a lot of MMOs these days can survive off of their niche player base because uh, they get they get their own whales, um, and there's enough. I think there's enough players that uh, you can sustain MMOs that way these days. So there's monthly. Some are oh Final Fantasy fourteen that is still huge. Final yeah, Fantasy some are some are monthly subscriptions. Game. Some are just like you pay for expansions. I think actually I think so, WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen are the only ones that still do monthly uh, subscriptions. Yeah, and the, everything has moved over to buying a currency, which uh, I, I've talked about yeah. microtransactions and the microcurrency before. But uh, yeah, that's my issue. Battle Royales, Fortnite, and the like, and Battle Royale too. The movie's terrible. <laughs> uh, don't spoil next week's issues, Tim. <laughs> well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Uh, catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's Again Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. We, uh, we've got a few voicemails here. Or you can leave your voicemails in the Discord, which we have a lot of, but not today. What's up, fellas? Uh, Matt from Minnesota here, your new Spite producer. I just got a real quick don't get for you, and that is Patreon. Because I signed up for my spite producership on, what month is this? August 31st. I was waiting until the end of the month so that when the billing cycle went through, I would be charged the $50 tier or whatever for the month of September. Fortunately, I did that Monday night after you guys recorded your episode and was charged the additional $45 from my typical $5 here that I'm at and then the next day charged another, another $50 for the that's right because they changed it so that you charged immediately yeah for so, your first, first month oh wait I'm cool with that by the way I was going to say you guys should definitely keep that but I am going to make my terror my reign one of terror <laughs> <laughs> actually probably not but uh, yeah Patreon Way to dick me out of 45 bucks. Actually. Um, also, during the news this week, I'm just catching up the new episode right now, and somebody left Tim hanging during the news. When he says, make him say, ah, you're supposed to say, na-na-na-na. Yeah. Na-na-na-na. <laughs> Apparently, Nor right. Todd has ever uh, heard a masterpiece song before. I don't if I have any more demands. Later. Yeah, I don't know what that uh, means. Yeah. yeah. Went over my head. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't catch that. I don't know if you know this, but I'm very white. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh actually, so with the the pay immediately thing, we actually here's what I don't get was swapped over to immediate pay. Uh-huh. Um I want to say in like December of 2016 when mm-hmm. this show started. Yeah. Because we had people coming in, they'd they'd subscribe for the month. Uh-huh. Take, download all the content uh-huh. and then cancel on the 30th yes. and so they didn't have to pay. So Joel Chaco said, and it was a, it, you chose this and you're done. You're done. Yeah. But yeah. then Patreon made that the case for, for everyone. everyone. Yeah. 
So it is our it's our fault, but it's also Patreon's fault. Here's another problem that Matt from Minnesota pointed out to me, and I talked about this in his movie commentary that no one else <laughs> is going to get to listen to unless they up their pledge to fifty dollars. That um, the Patreon you're used to when you uploaded content, it would say, "All right, what tier do you want this to be?" And mm-hmm. I'd say like five dollar tier, and it would unlock for everybody above five dollars or under, yeah, five and under. No, five and over. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So yes. a bonus what, bonus episode goes to 5, 10, and, and now yep. 50. Yes. Uh, Minisode goes to 1, 2, 5, 10, yes, 50. Yes, that's right. Well, they changed it to where you could choose individual tiers. Uh-huh. So you could be like, I want this to go to the $2 tier and the $10 tier, but not the $5 tier for no fucking reason. Yes. And I think it's for creators that offer multiple tiers at the same, same pay level yep, but yep. with different rewards. So they could be like, this is a $5 art book post, or this is a $5 audio episode mm-hmm. post. This is a $5 picture set post kind of thing mm-hmm. for their point. You know about those picture sets, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, why do you, our, our, almost all of our Patreon money goes straight into porn producers on yeah. Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite is now doing, because we're in the, uh, we're in their personal, um, uh, their version of a spite here where they're doing a, a surf ninjas picture set. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, so <laughs> when we added the $50 tier, instead of being like, Hey, these things all have everything above $5. Uh-huh. It was just like, you don't get anything. So I have to go, ma- go back manually to each individual piece each of content, individual post for Jeez. the last four years uh-huh. and add the $50 tier into it. Yeah. yeah. And there, there's not like there's not a macro way to do that. Nope. Be like, give fifty dollar tier access to every all of my posts, yeah. all of them. They're paying the most. They get everything. <laughs> not a choice. And I don't understand why. Pisses me off with Patreon. It's like, so the right now the fifty dollar tier only has access to things since I started the fifty dollar tier, which was however many weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Ugh. What a nightmare. And I would never have known because I, you know, I just assume you add something that's more <laughs> than the others. And they could right. figure it out, but nope. So I, uh, and it's I'm not mad at the, at the supporters for making me no, do that. No. I'm mad at Patreon for not not it's just half-ass. having like yeah, it's half ass. When half-ass. I added the tier, why didn't you say like, do you want to? Because here's the other thing that doesn't make any sense is that it gives you options for what the support consists of, and I have the fifty dollar tier is all of those things mm-hmm. of the under tiers, but not uh, it's, it's such a fucking nightmare. Patreon. Just wanted to go ahead and weigh in on the uh, shipping debate on which is the worst uh, package delivery service. Uh, I love, I love that this is a recording voicemail bit. People being like, <laughs> "No, no, no, no! Yeah, this yeah. is the worst shipping company because it's a de- like they all suck." Yes, right. It's when we talk about John Wick is like John Wick is the top one percent of great movies. Yeah, even even John Wick two that I don't like as much as John Wick one and three still top ninety nine percent. Yeah, well. Uh, shipping companies are the opposite of that. Whether <laughs> even though there's no other option, they're all in the bottom one percent. It's like, oh, this one's at a point eight percent, so USPS is doing pretty good, and this one's at point two percent UPS, so it sucks. But we're like, we're just arguing about what is the shittiest yeah. thing on earth. Yeah. It's but, so funny. Everybody, keep calling. If you have a shitty package delivered. Call in and let us know. Douche versus turd sandwich. Like the scale starts yeah. at like four out of <laughs> one and ten. Like they yeah. just automatically, you're at least a four. Yeah. Shittiness. Mm-hmm. USPS and uh, 
UPS coming in. Well, first off, I'm from Southern California. UPS and USPS are top tier. They fucking deliver it on time. There's no bullshit. Um, I know, Ted, you had a problem with the USPS because you had, like, they couldn't find your apartment, which is, I think, a separate issue. Um, DHL is not that bad. Yeah, right? they are. Who yeah, is really the shittiest is FedEx. Every <laughs> single time I've had a shipment with fucking FedEx, it'll get to, like, the distribution center on Friday. Marinate there. And unbeknownst to me, there's two shipping methods they have. Like, I think one, I think they're either the same price or one's a little bit more. They do, they're practically the fucking same thing, but one of them, they deliver on Saturdays. And the other one, they don't. So this happened to me three times where it gets to the distribution center in my town on fucking Friday, and those lazy, cheap fucking faggots do not deliver it until Monday. So, yeah, fuck FedEx. Um, all the other ones are fine. Fuck um, also, Dead Helm is gay. Um, <laughs> you know, fuck himself. I do not miss him calling in. Who I do miss calling in is Sage, uh, ironically. Yeah. Haven't heard from that motherfucker in a while. Um, and Carrot Cake does need cream cheese frosting for it to be delicious. Uh, <laughs> hopefully I didn't forget anything. Anyways, go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. I fuck these package places that don't deliver on Saturday and Sunday. It's like I I understand I understand back in you know the forties when when only businesses used the big fancy yeah. package delivery people and nobody did anything on Sundays because everything was closed on Sundays due to blue laws. But it's twenty twenty. Shit's open seven days a week. Fucking deliver the packages on Saturdays and Sundays. That I, I don't want my shit on Monday. I want it as soon as possible. Saturdays and Sundays are days of the week to everybody yeah. on earth. <laughs> Uh, speaking of not wanting Deadhelm to call in, pick a number between one and nine. Eight. All right. This is a Deadhelm voicemail. 23 seconds. And, uh, my, with uh, my buddy's coastal house and, uh, you know, I, we're locked down because the coast is afraid, but on the coast, nobody gives a fuck if you wear a mask or not. Which pisses me off because in the Central Valley, everybody's like, oh, bro, you need to fucking wear a mask or you're going to kill your grandma. So, yeah, Good. fuck you, cunt. Fuck grandma. You don't need to fucking do that to me. Eat shit and live, bitch. I got into an argument with someone last week about the mask thing. Mm. And he said, uh, it's just the courteous thing to do. Right? He said, it's just the, it's just the courteous thing to do to wear the mask. I'm like... Fuck the courteous thing to do. <laughs> Those people don't care about you. How the fuck do we get by for thousands of years, like coughing, like just? Uh, it's because like, thousands of years put, put Trump wasn't in or... office, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was like, I said if I was because he, he went to Walmart and he was upset that there weren't more people wearing masks. Like if I was bleeding out in the front steps of Walmart, right, right at the fucking barriers. Those people wouldn't give me a second glance as they stepped over my body to get their groceries into their car and leave. Yep. They wouldn't. How many times, how many times have you been stuck on the side of the road? How many people stopped to ask you if, if you needed help when you were broke down? Not one fucking person, Todd. I'm not wearing a two-piece bikini. It's because you're not a woman, <laughs> man. I have sat on the side of the road, no help, so many times in my life. 
people don't care about other people. And this is what I said to him. It's not about Curtis. Those people don't care about you. They mm -hmm. wouldn't stop for two seconds to, to see if I was okay Unless after being bleeding. Unless they can get something out of you. Unless they can get something out of you. The difference between them and me is that I don't care about them and I'm honest about it. Yep. They pretend to care about me because they want me to do something for them. That That's what the mask thing is. So it's not courteous. It's discourteous. I'm being courteous by telling you that I don't care. I don't fuck you. And I hope you die. Face. Expressions. Uh, we we went. Know? We were. We went out. To, I don't. Did I tell this story last week or the week before? We went yeah, out to yeah. lunch, and I went into the restaurant to see if we could bring a dog with us onto the patio. And the woman says no. In what I later found out was sarcasm, but she says no. I can't read anything on her face, so I just oh. go okay, and I pivot. I mean, full about face pivot, shoop, and start to walk out. And she goes, "Oh no, no, wait, wait, sorry, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding." Like, oh, okay, I couldn't tell. <laughs> and then I went and sat on the patio. It's like you, you have to be able to read some part of the body language in order, and the face is most of the body language. Yeah, it's like, why people don't like talking to you when you're wearing sunglasses. Yeah, My tone of voice only goes. So yeah, it's like like you said earlier, you brought up earlier. It's dehumanizing. Yeah, yeah. It's it it's, it's separating us. If we keep looking at each other as your, you know, they they're doing these fucking advertisements, these propaganda pieces where they have all these fucking Asians sitting in their own homes wearing masks, telling me to not hate Asian people for eating bat soup and spreading a plague across the entire planet. Now I'm kind of starting to hate Asian people a little bit. Uh. We've got these commercials that say that because we are taking away the humanity from one another and pretending that I, you can't be near me. You need to cover yourself because you are a disease. Yeah. You are disgusting. And like, that's the way I feel about people every day. But I'm able to push it down underneath me and not be an asshole to everyone around me. But we've taken that away from everybody. It's fucking mind-blowing. It's also going to be mind-blowing in a year when all this content of people wearing masks is, is out and about and life is returned to normal. We're going to look at back at this as the great panic, and we are going to look at back at it with just, like, full-bore cringe. Uh, Star you, Wars kid levels of cringe. <laughs> have you seen the obscene masks, though, that make it actually worth wearing? Yeah. Like what scary it, clown mouth and makeup or... I don't know, just offensive. I, I, ones, I, I want you know? I like the Nazi flag ones. That's the one I want to wear. If I I want to wear a Nazi like flag, get one with two dicks and balls, or like or with Hitler's <laughs> mouth. Yeah, you know the mustache. And, yeah, yeah. I'm just not going to wear one ever again under any circumstances. And uh, if you want to find me, if you want to fight me, if you want to say something, fucking feel free. I'm not paying any money, and I'll kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Welcome back to America. <laughs> America starts here. Get in line. And then you can kiss my ass. Yeah, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I saw a really fucking crazy looking clown mask. No, just stop doing it. Just stop. Just stop. Under any circumstances, don't. Never give in. Never give in. Get a little bell with you that you can ring. Ring ring. <laughs> just stare at people. Have you seen the the mask holster? I was joking about this weeks ago. Yeah. Weeks and weeks ago, yeah. I said, I just want to strap my gun to my face and go, this is my mask. But now there's actually a mask that has a holster. Yeah. Come, this is the way you should draw from a from a mask holster. Not Wait. not up, but down. 
And it's a holster. It's a gun holster. Oh, for a gun? Yeah. Yes. On your face? Yes. God damn. That makes sense. Yeah. You get phone? Is that for phone? No, it's for a gun. I can see a phone. That'd be cool. Like hands free, you know? Just get some duct tape. No. No. Thanks for listening, wow. everybody. Thank you to our two spite spite producers this month. Double thank you to Matt from Minnesota. I didn't realize he got double charged. That, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's cool. We'll take your money. We'll do we'll, <laughs> we'll do another it. we'll do a second surf ninjas commentary yeah. for you. Yeah. I'll watch it all over again, record an all new thing. Yeah. No. Uh, there's going to be video of lower deck expectations um, on the Here's Don't Get YouTube channel if you want to see what these shirts look like. And so go check that out. Give us a like. Leave your comments about the terrible show. <laughs> Not our show, the but, Star Trek yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, fuck you, Tony from Hack the Movies.